to your sanity safe space the call-in show where you decide the topic from love chat for matt to the hate in your heart i can't believe it there are no limits you can be nice i love legends you can be mean i don't give a fuck or you can blow it all up every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Yo. I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to get banned this week. I don't think things could have gone... Well, they can't go much worse than they went last week. Uh... So we'll we'll try. I don't know. Make a sacrifice to the Susan Wiki Wiki God or whatever we got to do to stay on the air. But uh, we'll do our best anyway. Um, if you're new to the show, if you haven't participated in the call-in show before, there is a link to the Discord server in which we host the show in the video description. Hop in the Discord server, put your name in the roll call, hang out in one of the waiting rooms, and we'll get to you as soon as we can. We go on a first come first serve basis. Try to keep your calls to a two or three minute limit. And mm. perhaps Blonde oh, will yeah. hold you to that. We'll find out. Look at my timer ready. We'll take uh, Super Chat and Streamlabs breaks on the half hour, as usual. And uh, as usual, we'll end the show with email questions. If you're if you're having trouble participating in the show live and you'd like to participate that way, you can also send us an email. That's beautyandthebait at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. Anything else before we get started? I'm I'm just ready to jump into it after last week's last week's fiasco i want to like reset uh reset our call-in show mojo if there ever was such a thing as call-in show i don't think there was no all right new tradist is up first new tradist you're good to go if you're ready get that mic unmuted well (laughs) new tradist maybe on mobile Now's a good time to announce that desktop is almost always superior to mobile. We'll try one more time. New Tradis, you're good to go if you're ready. Okay, it's ah. not working out, so we'll have to we'll have to try again another time. Sorry about that, ma'am. Uh, Red Falcor is up next. But I don't see Red Falcor in the waiting. Okay. That call-in show mojo. Like I said, Budafet. Budafet's up next. Budafet. <laughs> what a disaster. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Budafet, you're good to go if you're ready. Okay. Raggle Fraggle. I almost feel like I'm being punked at this point. Raggle Fraggle. Ah, go, look man. at that. Hey, what's going on, guys? Just trying to make this show something that it's not good. <laughs> Is that mojo kicking in still? Nobody's answering. Uh, you know, it's either technical difficulties or whatever. That's the way the call-in show works. It is the ultimate duct tape production. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, I had a weird thought the other day. Um, isn't it crazy how everybody's getting pushed onto uh, Pornhub? Yeah. Don't you think? Well, free, is, are people actually making this move? Is this something people are actually doing? Because I thought it was a yeah, joke, but then Blair is. said no. she was serious. I, I know a couple that are of serious about gun it, channels yeah. did. I'll have to look them up again to figure out which one. So, so it's like, it's really funny because it's 
free speech is getting fetishized. Supporting Donald Trump is a fetish now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like a niche Next thing, or it's this underground. Really good, you know I mean? yeah. yeah, this underground community. <laughs> well, there's a big, uh, big op-ed in the New York Times this week too about adopting a European approach or a European view of free speech. This sort of Orwellian view that sometimes the collective, the collective's feelings outweigh the individual's right to say what the individual believes to be true. This sort of thinking. Is this mm. what everybody wanted? Seriously? Yeah. I, oh, I guess a, so. Yeah, just a quick thing. Uh, ben Shapiro's starting to get on my nerves now. Well, I, I was... Did you listen to his show today? I was just talking about his show today. Because yeah, so, the red flag law thing, I get that he's playing both sides, but dude, you're, you're still violating the Second Amendment. And number two, the other thing that's really starting to bug me now is that he won't read the... Um, or he doesn't want people to read the uh, manifestos, which... Whenever the one in New Zealand happened, I was like, okay, well, this is a first. I really don't know if this is one of those things we should or should not do. After listening to the Sunday show, I'm like, yeah, we should definitely read them. We should I always read them. On. I want to know, and I understand the thinking, too, on not naming the killers, um, which There's is maybe no evidence. something... There's no evidence I... that that prevents mass shootings. That's such a stupid argument. I need somebody to show me evidence. Everybody's but like, well, it's just logical that if they don't have any notoriety, they won't do this. It's like he but, clearly had an ideological and political yeah, motivation. And that's what's important. Like his name is not relevant to our understanding. It doesn't give us mm -hmm. any keen insight. His motives Yeah, but do. we need his name to find out his background. Maybe. Maybe there's something to that. But as far as manifestos go and the, ex the explicit reasoning, I'm not a fan of ba burying our, head our heads in the sand uh, and that sort of thing. But on the... um. On the on the red flag laws, I really don't understand, and maybe he'll clarify because he basically said I support this idea, but then explained all these ways that it could go wrong, and it's just terrible. So I, I really didn't I didn't get where he's coming from. It was like, yeah, it would work great if everyone was a good faith actor, but that's the problem. Yeah. People yeah. aren't, and it will be abused. Right. Well, this is kind of what happened with me. This is the one thing that always stopped me from being a Second Amendment absolutist until like about. I don't know, a couple of years ago, hmm. was the background check thing. And it's like, hmm. okay, it would be very irresponsible of us to grant anybody with money in their pockets a gun, felon or not. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a flag, uh, not a flag, <laughs> a background check seems responsible, societally speaking. And then it just clicked to me, look, regardless of any of that, they can make laws that make people felons against you know with bad laws and well yeah and i even so. i've thought about that because like violent felons yeah i, I don't i don't mm -hmm. think you should be um that these people necessarily should be armed and i don't think it's necessarily a violation of their their rights they've gone through due process and they've been adjudicated to have committed a violent crime in the case of somebody who commits like some financial crime some financial felony or something yeah irrelevant. should we really mm -hmm. strip that person of his ability to defend himself i have serious questions about that sort of thing right right and then it comes to another thing of, look, the guy's doing business. He, if you don't know who your customer is and you think there's a problem, you have a right to refuse service. I mean, that's just how it goes. If somebody's yeah. shady, then you don't have to sell them anything. Yeah. At least not right now with the, the cake thing, you know, that might come to pass. I know. We got to let you go. I always, my instinct is to talk about the cakes, but it's become so cliche. It's like practically like saying Democrats are the real racist. So I just try not to bring it up anymore. <laughs> the Democrats the are Democrats. the real racist. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for calling.
All right. Thanks, I'll man. work on my gun of the week. I don't have one this week. I'll have to All work right. on the list. All, All right. right. Sounds Later. good. Thank you. Uh, Budafet, you're good to go if you're ready. Awesome. So I just got approved for my FFL Type 10, which allows oh, cool. me to manufacture explosives. And that's in addition to my uh, manufacturing FFL 7 with a SOT, so I can make machine guns, explosives, pretty much anything under the sun now. Sweet. I just got my first tax stamp on Monday, so I feel really cool now. For that little Scorpion? Um, no, it's a, it's a custom-built um, SBR. Uh, a 300 blackout AR, but I've got a 22 upper for it too. Fun. Uh, so on that note, what would be your ideal NFA item that you could get if there was no Hughes amendment or anything of that sort? Uh, I think suppressors need to be deregulated immediately. I, I, it's all silly to me, the entire NFA basically, but I think the idea that suppressors make firearms somehow more dangerous uh, no, obviously they don't. But the, the other thing is they're, they're significantly beneficial for the shooter and the people around. I, I've said many times, the place that I like to go shooting is near campgrounds. It's near the river where people like to fish. I take no joy in being an irrit in being an annoyance for those people. But, you know, there's a gun range there and it's fun to shoot. I don't want to be loud. I also don't want to damage my own hearing. Right. I would like to minimize the noise as much as possible. And there is no... I, obviously everybody pretty much everybody who listens to this show knows it's not james bond sniping you're not you're not you know taking people out with whisper quiet no we talked about the, like the decibel level didn't we yeah it's still loud but if yeah. you know you get you get subsonic ammunition and maybe you approach a level that is not so loud that you won't damage your own hearing without hearing protection yeah i mean it's still loud the minimum noise you can get down to is the sound of the bolt closing. So racking yeah. an AR back and letting go or sure. whatever your slide is on your gun, that's that's as low as you can get. What, what about so, you? If you could take one item, deregulate one item, what would it be? Um, probably just like the realistic one would be to get rid of the Hughes Amendment. I mean, uh, so you're talking machine guns, right? Am I yeah, okay. newly manufactured machine guns being available. Yeah. But like I just ordered a PKM parts kit which should be a really fun uh, machine gun. If they, uh, I have no knowledge of this, but I've never actually handled uh, a fully automatic weapon, but if they were fully deregulated, is there any reason, but for maybe more, uh, you know, tougher barrels or whatever, that they would be significantly more expensive than say your standard semi-auto version of whatever rifle? Are no, they tons of money without the regulations right. I'm asking? Because like some of the guns out there, they've been they've had to be remanufactured and redesigned to be semi-auto, which hmm. increases the cost. So like okay. those semi-auto PKMs that are out there on the market right now, they yeah. run about twelve to fifteen thousand. The parts kit that I got was forty five hundred. So but that I guess I'm asking in a world 8, where where these were deregulated, could I expect to go to a gun shop and buy an automatic AR for like a thousand bucks? Would that be feasible? I mean, pre-86, it was only costing about 150 more for a select fire AR and wow. semi-auto. I mean, obviously, that had to have to be adjusted for inflation a little bit, but that's still not huge. Yeah. I mean, it was literally just the cost difference in the trigger components. Yeah. All right. Any final so, thoughts? Um, no, other than my kiddo, every time we mention blonde, he giggles. <laughs> Good. How, how old is the kid now? It's been, what, a few months? Yeah, he's coming up on nine months 
Wow. All right. Well, congratulations. I forget. Is this your first child or you guys have some? It's our first. So how has the experience been real quick before we let you go? It's been good. Sleep deprivation is a little bit of a thing, but otherwise it's been good. He's one of those really happy kids. So mm. he's well, that, not really that's good. that tough to deal with. Mm. Well, good. Count yourself lucky. I know, right? All <laughs> right. Well, have a good night, guys. Yeah, Bye. you as well. I will, uh, I'll circle back. I see, let's see, Red Falcor, I believe, is back, so I'll see if I can get him in here. Uh, Red Falcor, you're good to go. If you can get that mic unmuted, we'll see if we can get you in. Uh, after that is Golden Leaf. So I'll give Golden Leaf a shot, unless Falcor is good to go. You good to go, Falcor? All right. Uh, Golden Leaf, you're good to go if you're ready. Okay. Uh, hey, Matt, how about now? Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, go for it. All right. Hey, got my mic unmuted. Sweet. I forgot there was a button. Uh, mm. How you guys doing tonight? You're so, so, so beautiful, b both of you, and I just want to tell you. Uh, well, thank <laughs> so, you. We're, st we're still on the air, so uh, I consider that a win. <laughs> At least I think. Uh, Blonde's monitoring the chat, I hope. I don't know. We're still on the air on D-Live. Yeah. They're just yeah. talking about my aggressive lack of makeup. You guys know what you're getting on Wednesdays. Come on. <laughs> That's part of the appeal of showing up live on Wednesday. Yeah. I just want... Get uh, your screenshots now. Can I, can I t t tell you, I'm, I'm very not about makeup. And I, and I think bl Blonde looks great. <laughs> I think that she looks like a real person. Hmm. And I really appreciate it. So. Thank you. It's so nice of you to lie like that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> You guys always no. say that, like, you look so much better without makeup to chicks. It's like, you don't really believe that. None of you really believe that. <laughs> Why is it that, 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 they, that girls have the impression that guys are lying? Maybe that's my question for, mm. for this evening. I don't know. Because we're projecting our feminist instincts to call uh, you liars. Okay. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's probably right. This um, can't be what you want to talk about. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I had... I had uh, th th Thoughts about the sh shootings, like the correlation between, um, you know, gun ownership in the U.S. and uh, the number of people. How I guess there's now more guns than there are people. And somebody in the chat said that if you take out the five most populous li uh, liberal cities in the U.S that the uh the 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 the, the sh sh shooting rate goes down although that is you know maybe kind of cheating so i'm just wondering if you guys yeah. have any I would, I should, I should sit down and do that. Maybe look at the FBI data sometime and remove say Chicago, Baltimore. I mean, I was just going through all the quote unquote mass shooting violence that the media uh, are citing. And of mm -hmm. course your top offenders are Chicago, Baltimore, DC, Philadelphia, St. Louis. Um, ah. Yeah. And, and, and spoiler alert, they're not using ARs. They're not using AKs. They're not using quote unquote assault weapons. They're using, in a lot of cases you go through, they're, they're actual felons in possession of firearms illegally, point one. Uh, and point two, there are a lot of them that are stolen. So, you know, mm -hmm. good, you think it's, you think you're going to round up all the ARs in the country or all the, the right. so-called assault weapons. Good luck rounding up all these stolen Glocks in gangster world. I, yeah, uh, I, real. who knows how many, too. yeah. Uh, so 
we I, have to I, let you go, but I will also point out that I don't, I don't like that statistic because it, more guns than there are people. When people think about that, they're like, oh, so it's like every person in the country has guns. It's like, no, there's like 50% of people or whatever that own multiple guns. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. There's like, it's probably less, it's probably like 25% in each. And you think? Those guys I have no have, idea. I just I forget what the stat is, but it's probably, it's guys who have an entire gun locker full who are driving yeah. that number. And right. I don't say that with any... Uh, I, I want everyone to have a gun locker. I don't, I don't say that with any disrespect towards people who uh, have a huge arsenal, as the media would call it. Arsenals yeah, are a good thing. Arsenals yeah, should be common. Oh, and, right. and before, before you boot, boot me, check out the Titanosaur if I haven't already mentioned it. Oh, is that the uh, extinct dinosaur of the week? Extinct animal of the week, yes, sir. Yeah. Sorry, animal, yeah. Yes, sir. I, oh, that's uh, sweet. Are those giant scales on its back? Uh, some did uh, did different renderings, but it is the uh, the largest of that family of dinosaurs, and potentially the la largest huh. land animal, certainly to to have ever existed. Yeah, hmm. it looks like a brontosaurus. Is that mm -hmm. right? yeah, like an apatosaurus, or yeah. So, so, so. Something from from that type of dinosaur, yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks, man. Have a good All night. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye. Golden Leaf, you're good to go if you're set. Oh, let me. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Sure can. All right. I don't have my headset, so unfortunately, I have to hear me from my phone. It's not too bad. It should be good. Well, I'm gonna use a gaming headset, so that's why probably. Hmm. But um. All right, so I have three types of things we should talk about. We should talk about Trump supporters in Baltimore cleaning up, cleaning up trash. Did you? And the Baltimore Sun getting mad at them. And that Seriously, piece of shit, Daryl Lamont Jenkins, is mad Why? that Trump supporters volunteered to clean up parts of Baltimore. Huh. Even the Baltimore Sun yeah, got they're an mad. on this. We want to have or this garbage city. Or should we talk about city. a movie that shows elite people hunting down deplorables, and they just got their <laughs> ads pulled. I heard about that, too. Or, or how about I showed my boss your mass shooting video, and he did not like it. Um, well, that. I'd be very curious to hear why didn't he like it? What, what was the point of dispute that he had? Well, this was after mass shootings. I was talking to him, and I showed him your video because I think, hey, this guy's going to give a good point, and he's probably going to have him think. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she said, like, oh, it happens in Chicago and all this stuff, he rolls his eyes like, that's a right-wing talking point. Are you sure this guy doesn't but it does. Fox that's, News? That's what the data say. I'm just showing you what the data say. I know, but he rolled his eyes as soon as you pointed to like the chart with like gang violence and all that. He just rolled his eyes. But that's what it is. That's I the know, source they're citing. I use their data. It's so infuriating. It it's like, oh, I just, I just want to hear the, the CBS talking points about how there's 255 mass shootings and it's all MAGA guys in red hats doing it. No, that's the yeah, point. It's know, not. What did I he say about the El Paso thing? And I said, have you read his manifesto? He literally does not like Trump. He's like, well, all you see are these Trump people doing the harmful thing. I'm like, no, no. it's not. No. Oh, my God. What, what did uh, he say about the defensive numbers? Did he get that far? I showed him about the defensive part, about a guy who actually used an AK for defense. And he showed the video. He's like, yeah, I get that. But I don't see the point of anyone even having that. Okay. Well, what? Okay. But the vast majority of the violence that we care about here is not committed with those those weapons it's committed with handguns 
Yeah, but he doesn't see that. Ha he's like, even when he's like, oh, I have an AR, I can hold off the cops for a bit. And he goes to the North Hollywood shooting as an example of that. Okay, I'm like, but those were illegal. They had illegal <laughs> weapons. And by that time, most cops had either 44 mags, 9 mil pistols, or shotguns. And they didn't do much. But did, did he have an actual substantive counter argument? Because I, I'm not... I, no. I'm curious, like, I want him, I would, I would love for someone of that perspective to pick apart what I'm saying and tell me why the data interpretation is wrong. He didn't have that? No, because he had to leave, because uh, yeah. I filled in his shift for work, so he had to go. But, I mean, if I can somehow get him on your Discord and you can discuss him <laughs> for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, no, I would love I, that. I can't do that long, but, it, you know, if he wants to send me an email and tell me why I'm wrong, I, I would gladly engage in good faith with somebody like that. I know, and I know you would do Yikes. that. So, do we have one We gotta more let time, you go, but this guy sounds topic? like a no. giant pussy. And we'll sorry. give you a last word, but I, I can't do another topic, unfortunately. We're, All right. We gotta keep it moving. Well, I will talk to my boss and see if he will do that. And if he does, you know, I believe in good faith that maybe he'll change his mind a little bit, Matt. I hope he will, because or he, I have he's... talked with him all the time. He's welcome to change mine, and that's the kind of point that I'm trying to leave that video with, too, is like, listen, I know that some people consider my view or a lot of people on the, uh, who listen to this show at, with a more or less Second Amendment absolutist perspective to be fringe or extreme or whatever. I understand that. I'm not saying you have to agree with me. What I do hope is that people see there's an entire other side to the very data, the very uh, sources that these media are using, that they don't bother reporting to you. They want to show you the, the big scary numbers of the mass shooters coming to kill you with their AR-15s. They don't show you that there are five times as many cases of people defending, of people defending their, their life, their families, their property. Sometimes with these very weapons. Of a, of a shooting either or a mass shooting. Yeah. And, and so it doesn't I, matter. Yeah, I'm not trying to hide the mass shooting numbers. I just want everybody to look at all of the numbers, not just one side of the coin. That's it. All right, I'll talk to him and see what he says. All right. Good luck, man. That. Yep. Thanks for uh, then. Thanks for sharing the video. <laughs> what video? Well, my video with someone who might not be inclined to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, I sent you a video or something. Uh, thank you, man. You take care. Let's see who's up next. Uh, oh, get ready. Da -dun, da -dun, da -dun, da -dun, da -dun. It's coincidence detector. He's up to hey. his old tricks again, I'm sure. Did you call how so we could guys? talk about how Joe Rogan sucks? Because that's really what I want to talk about. Why? Although no, I have not really. I'm here to oh. talk about technology, actually. Okay. okay. Do you guys think technology is also harmful for humans in the sense that no, we're actually getting weaker and stupider because of it. For example, like they say that humans are much weaker now because we drive all everywhere. And and there's a, there's a news that I saw that most people don't even write legibly now because all we do is type. Yeah. Guilty. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel dumber because of technology or aging. Or maybe I'm just not very smart, but I'm going to blame technology. I uh, I can see both sides of it because I do think that having the world's worth of information at your fingertips certainly can make you me means you can acquire and absorb information quicker. You can yeah. analyze things quicker. You know what what used to take a, a week at the at the library can be done in a few hours on the internet now. So there's something to be said for that. But at the other on the other side of the coin, the point you're making whether information it's information overload, whether it's mental or physical. 
the ease of life now does certainly make for soft people if they allow themselves to indulge in that convenience to a high degree. So I try to be wary of that and try to, you know, try to challenge myself in different ways to keep yourself, keep yourself in decent condition mentally and physically, you know? Mm. All right. Are you guys for up some, for some friendly competition between you two to see if it affects you guys? How so? What do you mean? Uh, when was the last time you do you two did mental math? Uh, I mean, uh, I guess I have to do it occasionally. Like, listen, I do the books for this show, so <laughs> so occasionally there's that. But it is mostly Excel spreadsheets. Uh, All right, I'll just I'll just shoot a math problem between you two. Whoever okay. answers I wins. I, I'm I'd actually, no ch- I'll actually I put my so money on blonde on this one on mental yeah, but math. It doesn't have to be the exact number, okay? okay. Just an estimate will be fine, okay? If you bake 3,000 cookies a day He's for five and a half ones. years, how many cookies have you baked? Six million. I have no idea. Ah, uh, yeah. Is it six million? Day it's... of the brick, day of the rope, oven ready. I, I don't know. What is the answer? The answer is six million. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You, See you guys you, later. You done stumped me. Thanks, man. Uh... <laughs> you wonder, like, how long does he sit around thinking about these angles he's going to go with? It's not I exactly six million. Kyle, uh, well, as I've said, the official position is I've, I, I, I take on this on this topic. I take the Owen Benjamin position. I did all my research, and the answer is nine billion. I want everyone to know nine. Billion. That is the official number I will report. I do love Owen Benjamin. <laughs> Kyle is up next. Does is anybody a more prolific live streamer than Owen Benjamin? Yeah, you it's guys. like I don't follow closely, but what is he on like two hours every day? Yeah, and like I I'll just turn it on while doing something else, and like forty minutes later, I'm like glued. <laughs> wow. He's so engaging. What's up, Kyle? Hey guys, uh, you're looking very lovely tonight, I assume. Oh, more liars. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm going off the word of everyone else, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they tell the truth. Um, so, as promised, I'm going to talk about this this time about kind of how me losing my sight affected me emotionally. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I, I guess really the hardest part of it all is the limitations I have to accept. Hmm. Um, because you know we all as humans have limitations we have things that we just can't do regardless Mm -hmm. of you know what we want but there are very simple things that i can't do or i I can't do myself like you know even something as simple as you know grocery shopping that's something incredibly difficult for me because you know i walk around and pick out what i want Hmm? you lost him you said oh there we go okay sorry i think blonde just lost you for a second but keep going Uh, Okay. Um, yeah. And just like, there's simple things like I can't go out and, you know, pick up a girl, um, for a day, mm, like, cause sure. obviously I can't drive. Um, and you know, there's so many simple things that, you know, I have to rely on other people for. And, 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 and you know, this is what I was talking about before where it just, it wears really heavily on my soul like that, you know, I can't help but think like I'm a burden on other people because I'm so dependent and so rely reliant on other people for things that really most people can do themselves, like no problem. 
Is there any kind of community for this? Is there any kind of blind uh, sort of society or something where you guys can, I don't know, I suppose like build build community based on this sort of shared experience? There is. Um, that, you know, like especially when I was um, in high school, like I was uh, much for the part of it. As you get older, it kind of like dissipates. And, hmm. and, and even setting that aside, just, there, there are some things that I just – absolutely cannot do on my own um and you know that that's what's driven me to like you know at my worst you know wanting not to live anymore because i think wow i'm more a burden living than i am dead i could see how one could have those sorts of thoughts yeah mm-hmm. so but, um, so when you say um like mm-hmm. when you say that you have to rely on other people who are you relying on currently to and to perform say what tasks like and, and how much of your day is is this uh, is this um, person with you or these people with you? So, like, so right now I had to move back in with my parents because where I was living before it didn't work out. Um, so for the time being, I'm with my parents. And but you know, like if I basically if I want to go anywhere, I have to rely on someone driving me there. Whether it's a friend, whether it's my parents dropping me off, or something else like that. If it's not within walking distance, I have to have someone drive me. Hmm. Are you? Um, are there limitations on like public transit and things like that? Is that not possible? Um, it's possible. It's very difficult. And, you know, that kind of ties into the thing of, I fear for my own safety and things like that. Because, sure. You know, yeah. I mean, you'd vulnerable. be an easy target for, for theft or whatever, you know, like someone mm-hmm. wants to, someone wants to harm you in whatever way. And, and that's another thing that really concerns me. Cause like, you know, if I'm with, you know, if I have a girlfriend or a wife or something mm-hmm. and something like that happens, to what extent can I, you know, do my due diligence as a man to protect sure. her? Yeah. I mean, as far as feeling like a burden to other people, I mean, people are, are helping you because they love you and they want mm-hmm. to. And I'm sure they'd be devastated if you were gone. So Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, that, that is fundamentally mm-hmm. the role of, of family, too. And so I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you've got supportive parents or accommodating parents. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly what you want in this sort of scenario. There's, there's nobody better on this earth that can help you through this sort of challenge than a loving family. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that's the case. Yes, absolutely. And, well, and that's the other thing, like, you know, I, I, I don't want to just harp on like all the things that are bad about it. I definitely want to sure. talk about what's good about it. And that, you know, losing my sight has given me so much, you know, that I don't think I would have had otherwise. Like I've gained such strong compassion for other people and their suffering. Mm. And even more than that, I've gained a sense of hope that I've never known in my life, you know, prior to this, like, you know, because I've been through the worst, you know, you know, emotional pains that I can imagine. And even then I still kept pushing on because I was like, there's got to be something beyond this. There has to be something more. And, you know, people have told me that that helps them that, you know, that they've been, you know, able to that. And, you know, also to the point you were talking about my family, not only just my family has, I seen like so much love and support for my family, but even complete strangers. Like I've come across people who, you know, they'll see me and I'm like, maybe look a little visually, um, um, visually distressed because I'm like mm-hmm. a little confused as to where I am or something like that. And they'll come up to me like, oh, do you need help? Uh, and like, they'll, you know, walk me to wherever or they'll help me, you know, figure out where I'm, what I'm trying to do. And like, just seeing, and you know, I live in, in a very suburban area. So it's, you know, people aren't always the friendliest. Sure. It's, it's not like I live in like, you know, the Midwest where people are just, you know, friendly by default. You know, it's it's not quite as bad as a city, but, you know, it's it's surprising to see people like being that, you know, willing to help someone that they don't even know. And 
you know, I, like, I guess well, that's, that's good me. to hear. I mean, I guess I just expect everybody to be dicks, but <laughs> I have thought about, we, we have to let you go. I'm sorry, but I have no, thought no, no, about no your problem. story a lot this, these last few weeks. Like I've had a rough few weeks and I'm like thinking about, about this really gives me perspective. So mm, I'm glad mm. I can help. So thank you so much for calling. No, no, yeah, man. Thank you. We'll catch you next time. And thanks for sharing your story. No, of course. <clears throat> All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Oh my God. Perspective. You know, you think know. about life's life's challenges. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's take a super chat break before we hop back into the calls. Yeah. See, you guys, this is why women shouldn't vote. The emotions, the feels, the feels rule. Let me reload this. <clears throat> We're good over on uh, Streamlabs. I do want to thank our top contributors on D Live: Whiskey C, <clears throat> Kyle. And Darth, uh, I think it's, what is it, Darth, Darth Jones? I need to, and as I've said, I still don't fully understand DLive. I need to talk to some of the DLive guys <laughs> and be like, can you stop abbreviating people's names so I can read them? Um, there are a few things they could do over on DLive that would make streamer interaction a little bit easy, so, uh, easier. So thanks for being with I have with never you, been guys. on DLive, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it, um, uh, overall, I think they got the right idea so far, but uh, there are some things, some growing pains I think they'll have to go through before they get it fully sorted out. Uh, mandatory carry, hashtag mandatory, mandatory carry saves lives, gun control kills, Dayton El Paso. Yep. Hmm. Um, X Lightbringer says, Matt, what's with the stars of David all over your shirt? What are you trying to tell us? This is the, this is the Washington flag. But yes, mm, they are yeah. six-pointed stars because that's how the Washington they, flag oh, yeah. was. Yeah. Um, black magic. And then the God emperor ordered the flags raised to full staff on the eighth day of the eighth month. And all was well in the land. Get it? 88. Did you see, I, I will talk about this on Sunday. Trump ordered flags, um, flown at half staff because of the shootings until oh, really? tomorrow, eight, eight. Some MSNBC analyst goes on there and says, I don't want to be alarmist, but one would speculate that Trump chose 8-8, August 8th, because of 1488. And oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. This person seriously said it. That's it's one of the so most stupid. insane hot takes what, I've ever what's heard. What's the 14? Where does that There is no 14. He just chose August 8th as a subtle Heil Hitler reference. He's putting the flags back up because he wants to, he wants to Heil Hitler on 8-8. Uh, that's uh, this was a serious person we'll talk about oh, it i have to play the clip it's unbelievable cody j i just want to thank you for providing listening material while i was in the hospital for 10 days i'm on my way to making a full recovery do we know why he was in the hospital wow i i don't know but i'm glad to hear that uh yeah. thanks for tuning 10 in 10 days hope you must have been seriously yeah. injured or recovering from something hope you're I'm doing sorry, well man uh, Laurel says, my sister Gloria texted me to ask if I was the Laurel she's seeing sometimes commenting on the Beauty <laughs> and the Beta streams. Apparently she's been a fan of Matt's longer than me and I had no idea. That's so that cool. That is so, that's awesome to hear. I actually got, um, uh, I, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and discuss this, but well, I'll, I'll leave everyone anonymous. But basically I got an email the other day that was like, listen, I, um, I was a person who, you know, appeared, was referenced on your channel in one way or another, super chat, the meetups, all that stuff. And through that mention, an actual relative of mine got back in touch with me and was like, Hey, are you this person who was interacting with the stream? Lo and behold, they are. So th wow. this is really cool to hear stories of people who were a part of each other's lives and sort of have enjoyed this show or, or tuned into this show and then reconnected 
through that. That's really awesome. And I'm happy to hear that. So thanks for showing this there, sharing the story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so crazy. Uh, Simon Reichik, Reschik, Reschik. I, I'm sorry. Hmm. Uh, South Australia represent super chat to hear you attempt my name. Yeah. I, one of those might've been close. <laughs> Reichik, Reichik. That's my final one. I uh, hear about the guy in- doing it again. I thought it was fixed. I'm going to have to just yeah. buy a new webcam. Thanks for putting up with it, people. Um, hear about the guy in Texas uh, led down the street on a rope by mounted officers, a train technique, but he's black. So it's racist. I did hear about I that. Did they got see put that. administrative leave, I think. It's a bad look, but at the same time, nobody would care if it was a different race involved. Like even if it was two black cops escorting a white guy, nobody would give a shit. But uh, but yeah, apparently they're going to stop doing that immediately. At what what police? What city was this? Wasn't it in Texas? Or it something? was in Texas. I don't remember where. And it and it also should be noted, black police chief who had trained his police oh, really? force in in this tactic. So again, not that I think that anyone was racist in doing this, but it should be noted that it was not some KKK police chief who implemented the policy either. Um. Um, oh five AU oh nine blonde the face and torso thing is a myth because my wife can see the straps of your brazier. How is that a myth? I'm just a torso, just yeah. sitting like I don't have a butt or a vagina. It's just torso on chair, no legs. Um, what does that have to do with my bra? Uh, also, Matt, you look okay, no homo. I'm looking forward to kicking your fan your ass in fantasy football. Oh well, congrats on getting in the league. I'm looking forward to playing. Thank you. Ovid says, serious doubts of the Dayton shooter was a leftist, nine down in only 30 seconds. Those are red-blooded numbers. Not yeah, that's so true. That's, that's high skill, man. Uh, also, he killed a lot of black people. Yeah, it, I think it was six. Six of the victims. So this whole thing has been baffling to me. Like, I called my brother to talk about it today. I'm like, I don't understand this. This The El Paso shooter, like, his manifesto was pretty clear, but this, this other one that I'm like, I don't really get the motivation here and killing your yeah. sister. That's still unexplained. As far as I've seen sister and sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Well, I think, did he die? I thought last no, I heard maybe he, was he was just, just shot. He was shot. Okay. Kevin Flanagan. Let's see if I can fix this webcam, reboot it. Quincy's what did he say? Is a racist. He apparently hasn't seen the contemporary news report that say 28 million were turned into soap. <laughs> ah, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, Chuckman Phillips, uh, right-wing extremist Scott Presler organizes trash cleanup in West Baltimore. Hel- headline being uh, run by RNN affiliation is Act America, labeled extreme by the SPLC for being anti-Sharia law. Jeez. Hmm. Okay. All set? Yes, yeah, sorry. I should have given okay. you some kind of indication we were done there. You only have one job, but it's Okay. <laughs> No, my my real job is to not cry while we're live. That's yeah, that's I guess you have two jobs. One hundred percent over two so far. <laughs> I know over two. You know but, that you know, honestly, I've probably cried cried on stream like five times now. Uh, well, it's been there's been a, few, a handful of times recently. Yeah, yeah. But, it's but like we had that at work, kind of a, you're never supposed to do it. We kind of had that emotionally heavy call in show what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where there was just yeah. a lot of like. Uh, personal struggle stories. I think Kyle was a part of that. There might have been some others, but There's I remember that one was blindness. A... I mean, you're, you're like we're all so reliant on our sight. It just, it's just very 
very sad to me. And then him talking about how he feels like he's a burden. I don't know. It's just, you don't even think about it, you know, as an, yeah. as a person who's, I've never had any sort of sight issue. You don't yeah. really even think about it. It's just like something we're so you take for ungrateful. And then I'm constantly immersed in my series of stupid problems. Yeah. And then I hear something like this. I'm like, Oh my God, I am garbage. Everything I enjoy in life is dependent on my sight. When I think yeah. about it, like literally everything I enjoy recreationally or as a hobby or as an escape. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what I'd do. I have to find some other, uh, pieces of enjoyment in life and that's no small task. Yeah. Maybe the, the answer here is for us to like take some time every day to be grateful for things that we just take for granted all the time. Perspective matters a lot, man. Um, certainly some, you know, a lot of people are blessed with certain talents or certain abilities or whatever. Um, but there's a lot to be said for perspective and hard work. You know, when you have the right attitude and you put your full effort to it, you can really do a lot of things. And, uh, and I think that's, that's just as important as talent in a lot of cases. Yep. All right, uh, Spanners is up next. How do I suck at finding people in the Discord server tonight? Here we go, Spanners, you're good to go. Hey, how you guys doing? We're all right, how are you? I can't complain too much. I'm glad to see that uh, the Canadians haven't gotten you from last week. Uh, what, what, what do you mean, what Canadians? Well, from the ban, you you ignored oh. the Canadians' demands. Remember? Oh, yeah. oh, maybe they are behind it. That's right. I hadn't made the connection. Yeah, but uh, according to Comrade Monkey Lungs, I, I think he said he's not actually Canadian. He only deals in Canadian currency because he doesn't believe in the U.S. capitalist system or something <laughs> like that. That's that's what it, he's going with. It's still a dollar. Uh, is it? Is it some? Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. Is it? Uh, Canada is still a capitalist country. They might be goofy, but they're not like a, they're not like a Venezuela or something. I right? give it a few years. Oh, okay. Are you Canadian yourself? No, I can't say that I am. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I, what's what's on your mind? Well, I will admit, um, I am still in school uh, pursuing a degree, and okay. um, I'm kind of dreading this upcoming fall semester. The uh, school that I'm at has. Uh, not really been heavy on the whole, you know, free speech censorship, but the uh, the leftist message has been, you know, shall we say, prevalent in all the uh, communications and everything. Mm. Um, and in response to all the shootings uh, this morning, you know, in my inbox, I found an email from the, uh, let's see, it was the uh, president of the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Why is this a thing? The, the president know. of the Office of Taxpayer Subsidized Diversity. That's what it should be. That's, what, that, that's basically what it is. And it was yeah. like two paragraphs of absolutely nothing, you know, culminating in something like, you know, we, we will witness this hate, but we won't let hate win. <laughs> Which, yeah, you know what a great way not to let hate win is? By shooting in the... It, shooting it in the face when it comes after you. I mean, when someone comes up, imagine being at that bar or you're at the El Paso Walmart. It's like, what do you, sir, sir, I'm sorry, but hate will not win here. Sorry, sir, that's illegal. Hate stops here. This is a gun-free zone, sir. You'll have to take it outside. Uh, This stuff, like, um, I, I, I have resentment growing in me because I've started this flag. This is a side story. I'll give you a little bit more time. But I, but there's a neighbor down the street who has a love always wins flag. 
And someone sent me a Betsy Ross flag in the mail. I don't know who it was, but thank you, whoever did it. I haven't said thank you on live on air yet. Thank you if you're that person. And I was like, do I put this up in the garage? Fuck it, I'm starting a neighborhood flag war. Betsy Ross flag goes out. It goes outside, and I, I want to see who else might join. Like, can I get more colonial era flags to pop up around the neighborhood to combat this stupid person with the love always wins rainbow flag and the Tibetan flags. I don't even know who this is. This neighbor's like 10 doors down, but I'll be goddamned if this neighbor is going to win the flag war. I don't know. That's a lot of hate in that heart, man. Yeah, for sure. The the, the main thing. Well, we got to give him a little more time because I just stole it all. (laughs) The, The main thing I'm worried about is being able to just kind of, pull the whole walking on eggshells routine throughout this uh this school semester yeah uh, and anytime any anything political comes up uh, all, all the guys that I, I would hang out with have all graduated and i'm, I'm just kind of hanging out on my own it, it's going to be mm. uh I don't, I don't know man it's going to be something but else have you thought about your strategy are you going to because that's one of the most frequent questions we get on on this stream is like all right, I'm in uh, an academic environment or a workplace environment that's full of leftist dogma. Should yeah. I voice my opposition or should I keep my head down and just go along to get along? And I think there's a credible argument to be made depending on the situation for either side. Have you thought about what your approach is going to be? Probably it, it's going to involve mostly just biting my tongue because mm. I'm, I'm close enough to graduation that it would be uh, pretty pretty bad if I yeah. got involved in something now. Um, this, this was the campus that was one of the sites of the, um, it's okay to be white posters a while back. Yeah. Uh, so. Have they recovered? uh, Have they gotten over the horror of the the terrorism? Well, you know, they, they offered extra counseling for all the, uh, the LGBT people, but other than that, I don't know. (laughs) Why do they need extra? It's not, it's okay to be straight. Why why are they traumatized? Maybe straight is implied by white. I don't know. Oh, okay. (sighs) All right. Well, uh, let us know how it goes, man. Um, I think if I was in your situation, that's probably the route I would take. Not that I, you know, I think it's important to fight for what you believe in, but there are some fights that might not be worth all the effort. If it's just, if you're that close and it's like, you're going to move on to something else soon enough. Yeah. You know, just, just get through what you got to get through. Bummer. But you know, hopefully you'll, you'll get, uh, you'll get a job or something with more influence later where you can, you can do something more influential than win that fight in the sociology class or whatever. Yeah, that's life, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for your time, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you. Okay. I know a fat guy, one of my favorite usernames. I know a fat guy. You're good to go. Hey, uh, Blonde, Joe Rogan was never going to press Bernie. I don't know what you think he was going to do. Oh, I didn't ah. even watch that. I was just pissed off from the Maynard interview. Okay. But oh, you- I didn't watch that the- one. Did you watch the Democratic Socialists of America conference? Oh, my God. What a disaster. I watched the highlight reel. Oh, there was one highlight that didn't. I haven't seen making the reel, and you'll probably never see it because they pretty much deleted their YouTube channel because so many people were going it to mock them. Hmm. Uh, there was a woman who got up and said, "We next year we need to have less white people giving introductions because it's promoting <laughs> white supremacy. Okay. I mean, it but, looked, uh, okay. Carry well, on. Yeah, the resolutions they voted on in favor of is, of course, open borders, uh, health care for all, a jobs guarantee for all, uh, UBI for all, and uh, the Green New Deal. Wow. I am not going to be They also voted to, help, for to start working with Antifa. 
did they were they not working together? They were just kind of casual they're, associates. And now they I, have. Now they're officially going to set up a committee to start organizing and starting to work with Antifa. I mean, what is it? Their military force at this point, or what? What is that? What they're going with? Why? What does I that mean? I, I really don't know. They didn't really talk about it in it because everyone's doing the jazz hands. I was being sensory overloaded. <laughs> That's right. No clapping. Loud noises are uh, are triggering. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. Dude. The other thing they resolved on is that they went with kind of a flat tax of, approach with how to fund hmm. it. So the poorer chapters have to spend the same as the rich chapters. And as a poor- percentage or, or? No, it's a mean- flat fee. Oh, okay. So, oh, I see. So it's not like a... Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's say they all had to pay 200 bucks regardless of how wealthy the, the individual chapters were. That's what you're saying, basically. Yeah. Right? I think it was like 3,500 each chapter. Oh, damn. That's a lot of money. Where are they getting all this money? Yeah. Well, a lot of them said they, a lot of them were saying we have to resort to GoFundMe's to do this stuff. <laughs> Imagine that resorting to voluntary financial support to fund your endeavors. What a world. Why don't they just steal the money from people's pockets like good socialists would? Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> But that was the, that was the thing is that the places like Portland and Seattle and New York have plenty of uh, groups to just to actually spend that out. And while the places in Alabama are like, we can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check this out. Is that well? I guess maybe it's gone. But how long was the entire event? I thought about looking at it, and I couldn't find like an unedited video they, of the whole thing. They used to have a YouTube channel on it, and it was mm. uh, four days long. It was live streamed three hours. After about day three, enough people had found it that they disabled the, and uh, then they had to disable the ratings. And then after yeah. day four, because it was going viral and everyone was descending on them, they deleted yeah. the, the channel. Uh. That's how they do. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for the update. I appreciate it. Yep. Well, uh, last things, uh, gold was over 1500 and you should know, Matt, in Montana, you go to Glacier National Park for views, you go to Yellowstone for wildlife. Well, I, it's not that there aren't good views in Yellowstone either, but I don't have a basis for comparison. As I said, I'm a bad Montana, and I've, I, to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever been to Glacier, which I don't have an excuse for. I'll have to take some time off maybe in the fall and go up there. It's a big yeah. state. It's a long way to drive, you know? Well, yeah, you got to take the uh, road up to the sun. Going to the sun road. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. to the sun road. That's a, that's yeah. a must-do. you got to do that like what? Yeah, like I'll definitely July, go in August. the off-season. I mean, Yellowstone... This okay. summer has been insane. The crowds of people. It's just, as I say, it's just busloads of Japanese tourists, man. It's insanity. <laughs> you try to get through Yellowstone. I don't know if Glacier is as bad. Glacier's, Glacier's not as bad. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, man. Yep. Bye. Hey. Uh, Critter Killer is up next. Critter Killer, you're good to go. Hello. Thank you. Uh, it's my first time calling. Oh, well, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Critter killer. Yeah, sorry. Hey, um, I've actually found you through the Chank Yuga Google it. Oh, wow. Well, thanks. That's, uh, yeah, that uh, back in the day when you used to be able to get algorithmic promotion, you know, that was a possibility. Yeah, Yeah, well, I wanted to, because this has been a thing for me for a while, is the gun-free zones. Okay. That I've always hated, and with the combination of that uh, ammunition background check that which uh, they California have in California implemented. now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was uh, implemented July first. Uh, apparently, it's prevented like a hundred people so far from buying ammunition. I'm surprised it's even that high. Yeah. 
But I have yeah, no, yeah. I guess I don't know what the typical number would be, like how many background checks, like in California in the year, how many people are prevented from buying a firearm due to the background check? I have no idea. Because those same people would be denied for ammo, right? It's the same system, is it not? Uh, perhaps. Yeah, hmm. I, I would guess they would just use the same system for regular gun background checks. That yeah, the, uh, the, the FBI, the NICS, the, the FBI background check system, basically. Yeah. Instant criminal background check system. Right. Hmm. Well, uh, are I mean, you Michael, are you in California? Are you from California? No, I'm I'm in Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay. They're coming so, for you next, man. Exactly. They're moving to Colorado. Yeah. They're moving to Montana. They're doing all this stuff. I'm sure you've seen it firsthand because I think Colorado's a little further ahead than either Montana or Idaho along this path. Well, my work's bathrooms have gender neutral on them now. <laughs> they, they're around town too. Even downtown Bozeman is even getting a little bit of this uh, progressive nonsense. It's like they got the signs in the windows. All genders, all religions, yeah. all races are welcome right. here. Congrats. You followed the law. Good for you. Just sell me a yeah. damn sandwich or whatever the hell I'm here for. Yeah. I've, been, I've very much been a do what you want to do in your bed. I'm out of it. I don't yeah, I don't. It's it's so weird those kind of signs. It's like, well, what, without the sign, would I presume this is a whites only establishment? What? Good <laughs> yeah, for you. I know. <laughs> what uh, what world do you live in? Fifties. Yeah. No. But I mean, but original. My original thought is: is this is is like the uh, background checks and the gun free zones and stuff like that? Is yeah. that be the way that they get around banning guns without banning guns specifically? Well, um, I, I, I don't have as much of a problem with it if it is private establishment. This is the kind of, uh, and there's a great debate here. We've talked about this, like the Costco issue on this show a lot. And I don't even know that I have a fully fleshed out opinion. But for example, I don't know if it's national or if it's just in town, but Costco here in town, you cannot carry a gun in there. Of course, yeah. they only know if you are, if they frisk you or see you, right. you know, see you printing or whatever. But the point is, my perspective is more often to respect people's property rights. If that's their rules, fair enough. And I'll decide not to go there if I don't want to go there. There's another people, or there's another side of this that people say, listen, uh, I will exercise my rights wherever I want to go. And if they discover me exercising my rights in a way they don't like, they can tell me to leave. I fully get that too. And I don't, right. I don't think that anybody should be forced um, by law to put themselves in danger. I think you have the choice whether you want to violate some private person's rules on their private property or whether you want to honor their, their property rights and, and forego your, your, your uh, gun carrying yeah. rights. But I, I, these things, I think, are much better solved and much more easily solved than, say, outright bans on carrying or outright gun bans or the government forcing a certain system down everyone's throats. At least two private individuals have options in that situation, and you can, you know, those, those private individuals can choose to navigate it how they want, and yeah. then they can choose to resolve it if there's conflict. There's no big government forcing some system down people's throats. Um, are, 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 what's your perspective on it? I, are you, are you thinking like gun-free zones should be illegal or something like that? Uh, maybe not illegal as long as it's, you know, a private person, but I just, I believe that that just creates a soft target. It's a, you know, no doubt. looking to rob someone, am I going to rob the old lady with her social security check or I'm going to rob the six foot dude that's jacked, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but that's the, that's the thing is in a world where a lot of people are carrying, they're, you know, picking grandma might be the wrong pick if grandma's yeah, proficient enough, with definitely. her firearm. And that's, exactly. that's a good world. That's, 
for, that is so weird about the leftist ideology too for a, a, a worldview that fetishizes victimhood they they hate the one thing that equalizes everybody in terms yeah, of like, being an actual victim yeah. yeah it's like something i heard about the old west um it actually wasn't as violent as a lot of people said it was hmm. everyone had guns and most of those guys were civil war vets sure I, I mean, you you go to a gun range and people are very polite. It's kind of a cliche, but it's a lot of hello, sir. Good day, sir. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and I, it's a polite society, arguably the most polite you'll find. And that's, oh, that's yeah. a great thing. And I, I, loved, I yeah. yeah, I love that. Well, hope we can get that more. Well, anyway, yeah. that's about pretty much all I had on my mind. So. Well, thanks for calling <laughs> in and, and thanks for tuning thanks. in. Of course. Right. Um, do you, uh, I don't know if you if you have constitutional carry in Idaho. That's that's a wonderful thing. If uh, I don't know if you're carrying or not, but if you if you were or are, do you have a perspective on whether you would uh, go along with the property owner's wishes on not carrying, or would you violate their their wishes, or what would you do? I'd violate their wishes. You don't care. You're just you're just yeah. going in. There's a credible argument to be made there. I mean, the worst the they can. Constitution is supposed to trump basically everything in this country well it doesn't necessarily trump private property rights but i guess the point is like they can the worst they can do is be like i don't like that you have that gun you should go away yeah that's it i'm fine with that yeah and that's fine i would never be in favor of prosecuting people for violating a gun-free zone rule on private property that's silly yeah i don't know that there should be a such thing as public gun-free zones Mm -hmm. um like a public park or something like that that's uh that's probably silliness. Anyway, there's a, there's a lot of good debate. Yeah, it's on a that soft topic. targets thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, rational reasoning is up next. Uh, here we go. Rational reasoning, you're good to go. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Okay, how are you? We're doing well. Um, how are not, you? Not too bad for being in Florida. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> What's wrong yeah. with Florida? No, it's just a joke. It's actually pretty oh. cool. That's why I've that's why I've stayed here um, because you guys were talking about the northwest and all that. Um, I've never been uh, over there, um, but yeah, the the thing I was I was going to talk about today, well, just to kind of zero in on one, you know, obviously there's a lot, but um, yeah, the Dayton um, shooter thing. Mm-hmm. Lon was saying she was kind of curious about. So I don't really know the motivation, but I I was up in his uh, the Twitter feed was up for a while. It was a kind of a very surreal experience i was just all yeah. up in that for like three hours yeah and uh, people were like why is it how is it not taken down and stuff like that and then i guess i was just gonna ask you guys like where do you see all this going because he seemed pretty clearly like radicalized just based off of all the stuff you would expect like you know against ice and all this concentration camp type stuff mm. so i guess i was wondering do you guys see that do you guys see that as like a worrying kind of trend Oh, yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna keep happening over and over and continue to escalate on both sides. I mean, I think that we're gonna see a mass shooting like every month, and then it'll be every week. Hmm. I I, I do worry. Yeah. I mean, given the political climate, uh, all it takes is like a few of these with explicit political motive, like we've seen in the Antifa case and we've seen in El Paso arguably Dayton, although the killer didn't say I'm doing this because of my politics. He just appeared to have rabid politics. But the point is all it takes is a few of these uh, cases for sort of like a revenge cycle to Mm -hmm. begin. And I I mean, that is, that's, 
I'm not trying to be alarmist. I'm not forecasting mm-hmm. this, but that is how you get mm-hmm. an escalation right. of violence. That is how you get kind of quasi war type situations. And I don't want right. that to happen, but um, I mean, you've seen the left's reaction to this El Paso shooting. Reza, Reza Eslan and, and a lot of people right. on Twitter, they're out there just saying, not only is Trump responsible, right. but every single person who supports Trump or voted for Trump is responsible. Yeah. You had um, Joaquin yeah. Castro, Julian Castro's brother, yeah. out doxing yeah. Trump supporters on Twitter right. this week. I, I want to talk that. about that on Sunday. It, yeah. When you start targeting people for political beliefs and saying you're responsible for mass killing by virtue of your beliefs, All right. uh, not only do you... Uh, that, that that toes the line of incitement. I'm not calling it incitement, but you're certainly encouraging yeah. harassment. And you're mm-hmm. also setting up scenarios where people will probably have to defend themselves from aggression, which of course right. creates violent it's, violence itself. Um, right. Yeah, I think we're in a really hot situation and I don't yeah. see anyone trying to cool yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much confirms what I thought, unfortunately. <laughs> I was kind of hoping maybe you'd tell me I was wrong, but yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't see a way to do it other than sides coming together and willing to operate in good faith with the other side. Of course, I would yeah. love that world. That's something that I, I try to maintain. I want right. to convince people of a, of a leftist progressive perspective. I want to greet them in good faith. I want to bring them over. I don't mm-hmm. want to demonize them and assume they're malicious, awful people. Yeah. At right. the same time, when you're saying things like all Trump supporters are responsible for killings, I need a little good faith in return for us to be able to cool this thing off. I don't have a lot of faith that the left is going to be willing, that they're going to be willing to offer any good faith gesture as a, as a peacemaking uh, gesture, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think the language is not, they're not setting, setting it up to be something to talk back. Like you don't say concentration camps in the hopes of passing legislation, (laughs) you know, coming from an actual politician. Um, but yeah, so I'm probably over my time, but yeah, thank you for your, for your sure. feedback. Yeah. And, thank and you. thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Let's take uh let's take another break. I need to open the treasure chest over on D live before I forget. Uh, so I will do that. If you're over on D live, sit tight for about 30 seconds and that should be going on. If they let me, yeah, they're going to let me, I still don't understand the timer, but they're going to let me. So the, uh, the treasure chest will go out. I will say thank you again to whiskey. Uh, C, <clears throat> Kyle, and Beat. Thank you for supporting the show over on DLive. Appreciate it, guys. And there's a, the numbers over on DLive since we got the YouTube ban last week have been a little bit higher. So I'm glad Good. the biggest thing holding DLive back is it's not as uh, lively of a chat and stuff over there. So I'm hoping that I, we can build a little bit more community. If there are things that I can do over on DLive for the people who watch there, send me an email. I'm open to figuring out how I can make it a more lively community. Kevin Flanagan. Don't worry about being a burden, Kyle. You could be a country that gets tons of billions every year from a country you stole nukes from, sank ships of, and flew planes into the towers of. There was a, I was just in town before uh, the stream, and there was some the weirdest semi I've ever seen that I had to park next to. Like a semi, what do you call the front of a semi? It didn't have a trailer, but just the semi truck. I don't know. It's component. weird. And it was a 9-11 truther semi. It was full really? of like 9-11 truth. Uh, we need an investigation. Go to 9-11 truth dot whatever. I don't know what the website was, but it was a, it was a fully decked out semi with 9-11 graphics about 9-11 trutherism. What a, what a weird thing, but there was nobody there to talk to. I kind of wanted to see what it was about, but no, there was nobody to talk to. Yikes. Hmm. Um, a rig. Is that what it's called? 
So it was, it was a rig with no trailer. That's what they're saying. That's what it tractor? was. Cab? I'm saying a lot of things. Like yeah, that. yeah. Jamie Clay, Confucius says, torso-only girls are easy to pick up. Is that racist? My dad was born in China. Yes, it's racist, Jamie. If it's uh, on Jack this show, it's racist, probably. DDSN, yeah. Point of privilege, all of this gendered language is triggering. I know. I couldn't believe what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, the, I could believe it. That was the classic moment, yeah. Um, politically incorrect. Isn't it a bit odd El Paso guy didn't mention the Jews? Hmm. He didn't in his manifesto. Neither did uh, Christ. Oh, that's, that's true. Uh... Yeah, I guess he didn't. They weren't explicitly anti-Semitic. They were just kind of like immigration, immigration critic. Uh, what would the term be? I don't know. They were, they just wanted immigration to stop basically. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, the blind musician. Thanks so much for letting me share my story. I'm going to write a song for you as thanks. The blind oh, jokes sure. are fine and funny looking at you, Kevin. And sorry for the tears. blonde. It's <laughs> okay. What's wrong with me? Um, eyes of the pines, no note. Seth Hegler, sorry I won't be able to watch tonight. Matt and Blonde, my coworkers all bailed on me, and I have to work an extra two hours for my shift. Oh, that is the mm. worst. Well, making yeah, money at good. least, I hope. We are good. Uh, over on Streamlabs, Andel says, "Hey guys, isn't it, isn't or how ironic is it that Beto apparently believes in open borders, but he'll tell the president of the United States to stay out of El Paso? I can't believe calling the migrant caravans an invasion is so controversial. Great video today, Matt. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, that's, that is, I love that, that it, it's inclusion and tolerance and everyone is welcome, unless you don't have perfect ideological yeah. and political alignment with me, in which case you're Hitler. <laughs> it, that is the fundamental disconnect. Uh, but again, as we've observed many times on this show, it's not actually about women. It's not actually about minorities. It's not actually about gay people, whatever, because as soon as those yeah. people defect from the ideology, they are to be demonized just like the same all, the, all the straight white men who are automatically demonized yeah. anyway. Uh, Akasit walked away. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that first part of the name. Bernie's uh, Joe Rogan interview reminds me of why uh, Chrisman alone is not enough. He dodged all math economy related positions and basically called Joe's questions a Republican talking point and only conveniently remembers stats that support his own position. What a joke. I, um, I enjoyed listening to Bernie or any, I guess I'd probably enjoy any high profile politician in a long form unedited format. And I, I don't know, I guess I didn't hate Joe as maybe as some, as maybe as much as some people did, but I was just hoping Joe would ask one question, which would be, is there any area or industry you don't think the federal government ought to control? Name one. Like, I don't know. So it's like, worth listening to? I, mm, I didn't. No, he didn't satisfactory explain, satisfactorily explain anything new to me. But it was interesting to hear thoughts in an unedited format. It's not yeah. anything surprising. Okay. But it is just whether they're talking about healthcare, whether they're talking about global warming, whether they're talking about guns, every single issue is the federal government ought to have supreme and total control of the issue. Every huh. single one, not once would it, was there ever a, an idea that was like, you know, maybe we should um, return this to localities, return this to the States. Maybe I don't know everything about this. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Bernie Sanders doesn't know how to run healthcare. If he did, he'd be running healthcare. He doesn't know how to run your schools. If he did, his yeah. wife wouldn't have bankrupted a school. He doesn't know how to transform an economy into green energy. If he did, he'd probably be working in green energy. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about any of these things, but he wants total yep. control of it all. Anyway, Phil, uh, just imagine being one of those Trump supporters who got doxxed and then hearing Trump talk about red flag laws in a positive manner. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. The the most I know that the red flag law proposals are a little more tailored than this because as far as I understand, it's not just any rando can report you. It has to be like a close family member or a close friend or whatever. But generally speaking, that close friend of yours, the same person who reports people on Facebook for offensive posts, suddenly they're going to be reporting you to a judge because you're dangerous and now they want your guns taken away. The only thing I hear out of the red flag law supporters that I like, and again, I don't support these proposals as I've heard them so far, but if you were to implement them, you must, you must support heavy penalties for frivolous filings. If you file against someone as a political weapon, or you try to do this on anything but sincere grounds over demonstrable concern for safety, you should be punished. You should face severe penalty. And I don't mean slap on the wrist. I don't mean like a hundred dollar fine. I mean something there has to be a a severe deterrent to bullshit red flag filings mm-hmm. for sure. If you were ever going to do this, which again, I don't, I hope we don't do this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last segment of calls. Uh, magic sky fairy. What's up next? Magic sky fairy. You're good to go. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hi. We're all right. What's on your mind? Oh. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm doubling up. I, I gotta, there we go. <laughs> I just caught up to it. So um, I was just uh, kind of having a leisurely evening reading through the FBI crime statistics, as I mm, often do. Nice. And uh, yeah, what I noticed here, um, I keep hearing about, uh, everybody tells me this, my dad, uh, basically all my friends, that uh, these attacks, these white people are out of control yeah. is what the problem is. Uh, they're yeah. just going around and every black every person of color i should say that they they see they're just hacking them up uh shooting them and you know you can no school is safe uh no street you know is safe for these these people poor people of color to wander but then i found uh some funny disparities in, in oh no here. did you start uh sorting stats by certain demographics is that what you're about to tell me uh, I, I I sure did, and oh, no. uh, I mean everybody These are hate stats. This, but uh, hate stats. Uh, I want to preface this. Everyone understands. Well, well, when I bring it up, here, here's the thing: like the, the ADL uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, they keep talking about how it's. Um, I guess uh, the, the the motivation is what's it's going to be right. For t- terrorism, is supposed to be something ideologically motivated. You're killing for yeah. hatred. So I guess w- when white people, uh, and I noticed this even socially too. If you disagree with a person of color. That's like, no, no, no. You can't just have a disagreement. You hate that person and you're denying their identity. And it's, you know, anytime like when Trump shits on uh, Baltimore, it's not because he wants, uh, you know, just to shit on a guy who's being a dick to him or whatever. Uh, it's good. No, no, no. He's a racist. That's what it is. Of course. Baltimore can't just be a, a bad city with lots of crime. It, it, it's no, no, no. He doesn't care about that. If it was a white city, he wouldn't mention anything. It's because it's a black city and that's why he's saying it. So I, I think it's a similar thing with the crime stats. Uh, yeah. Like if you've got a black guy who's murdering a white guy, it's like, oh, well, you know, they had a disagreement or whatever. And, you know, there's, there's no ideological motive here. But when a white guy kills a black, oh, well, that's ideological. And I yeah, think they do it all the time. That is what is driving a lot of the statistics. And I also want to point out, even here, like we've got. For, so just because I have the numbers in front of me, uh, murders of whites by blacks. Uh, you're going to get demonetized for this one, maybe. <laughs> but whatever. I'm just Susan, reading. Susan, don't ban me. Susan. <laughs> I'll do so anything. Five, 576 is, yeah. and by the way, the reason the number is so small, like, it's known. They have to know who the offender and victim are. So, And this yeah. is, uh, what, 20, 2017. 2017, 2017 data? That's probably yeah. the newest release, yeah? 
Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I was looking for 2018, couldn't find it. So this it's is probably not. Yeah, they they. I don't think they released that till like October, November for the previous year. I guess it takes a while to compile, which surprises me because yeah. the numbers are not that big. But whatever. No, but it's basically as many police departments in the country participate as they can possibly get. So yeah, that's a lot. yeah. Now, I get that, and just the the increased participation alone would be responsible for a bump, which happened, and then every news and repeat media. Uh, they freaked out and that's about one of my hate most hated things about the hate crime reporting is oh it's gone up every year yes yeah, so has participation from police forces yeah. you, you add a thousand yeah. new police stations and the hate crimes go up i can't believe it the thing is <laughs> yeah. are, are the yeah. hate crimes different are they fundamentally different it's just taking the same pie and expanding the pie because more people are contributing to the pie it's not actually generally speaking a rise in say a specific form of white nationalist hate crime or something like that well, so I know, far. but even the numbers in these hate crime statistics are never like even remotely close to what the fbi has in terms of just homicides overall but anyway oh yeah it, yeah they're a tiny tiny fraction right so but i think and on top of that they're cherry picking but anyway so we got 576 whites murdered by blacks and 264 mm -hmm. blacks murdered by whites and then however wow. i oh, see so rare yeah so it's like literally happening twice as frequently, but that blacks are murdering whites. Well, I mean, just compared to the overall murders too, like it's just in, interracial murder is such a is such a comparatively rare thing. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like blacks murdered by blacks comparatively was two thousand six hundred and twenty-seven. Wow. Uh, so you're multiplying it by five. Um, but then uh, I, that doesn't even. We're not. Even, we're just at the, the the top of the iceberg here, because then you see ethnicity of offender. And there's no race for Hispanic, but under ethnicity, they've got 758 Latinos, and then not Hispanic or Latino, 1600, and then unknown is 1209 mm. uh, for ethnicity. So I have to think that some of these quote unquote whites are actually Hispanic on top of that. Well, then, of course, uh, you've got uh, you've got a large unknown population, too, which could be either or we just have no idea. Well, that's for ethnicity, but for race. Oh, I see. I see. It's still it, they, they actually did. A fairly good job i guess of like so there's no that. unknown in that you're either non-white or you're white or you're you're either non-hispanic or you're hispanic if you're white there's no unknown yeah there. i guess so well they have an unknown but it's such a small portion like for example the unknown had 71 murders of whites 62 of blacks uh okay. six of other race and then 25 of unknown race so i think i, I don't know um i guess some people are mixed race and you're not sure what to do with them you throw them in under unknown um i don't know maybe just call them people of color i don't know that that's like a term that i don't think actually should exist if i'm going on a weird tangent here like you wouldn't have like uh that that's basically a word that means everyone who isn't white yeah there's exactly. no yeah. word for everyone who isn't asian or everyone who is i guess you have gentiles for everyone who isn't jewish i guess yeah whatever but anyway i just thought that was um i've got a lot of topics that i would raise with you um if we had time but sure we can do it another time uh, well, uh you, you didn't get our stream banned so you didn't do your job but good well, effort I mean, not yet but who knows <laughs> susan wiki wiki or whatever her name is yeah yeah um uh, you know um yeah i'll just leave right. it alone and uh sure. wish you a good night and if, if you ever um i'm always interested uh, oh you're still here good oh i think yeah, I took yeah. off. if you if nope, you uh if you ever find interesting things in the hate crime data or in the fbi data generally send me an email because i'm always interested oh. in I'll uh, leave you with figuring a super out some quick of, one. Soup, this some of the narrative fast. busters in there. Sure. So uh, I don't know if you've ever... The Bureau of Prisons um, has inmates by citizenship. And hmm. so I'll let you guess. What proportion of the 
uh, prisoners in your federal prison system do you think are actually American citizens? Wow. Uh, ooh. Okay, will you tell me how many are currently in federal prison? Can I get that number? Oh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. But, I'm going to uh, say, I mean, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say 50% are U.S. citizens and 50% are not. I'm going to go aggressive really? on wow. this. Yeah. I'm going to go aggressive. Big it after all. 80. 80-20. No, it's, not. it's 80-20. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Even, even that's a high number. It is. It's a, yeah, 81%. And the Department of Justice, on top of that, says that of that 20% who are inmates, uh, 94% are in the country illegally. So mm. there's really like, and, and, and I hate that conflation of like, oh, you're against immigrants. No, no, no. These are the fuckers I'm against. These guys that walked in and murdered people. That's yeah. what I'm against. And clearly, Listen, when you've it's got not open borders of... and murder. It's just anyone can come in. And if they feel the need to execute, we will give them space to do that. These are Republican talking points is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, but I, I liken it to, for example, if somebody were to just walk in your house and just say, hey, listen, man, you have a nice place. And, you know, I'm just looking for a better life, you know? Well, exactly. Yeah, you know? that's the thing is, like, uh, of course, like, you know, people who, uh, friends of mine, family, if they're down on their luck, they need to stay in my home for mm -hmm. a little while. Of course, I'd be willing to extend that to them. But the point is, you're exactly right. It's my house. And you can't well, just, thing, but you can't just show up and sleep in the bed. Yeah. yeah, and then if, if yeah. you do call the cops over and it seems like, well, is it because he's black? It's like, <laughs> he just showed up in my house, dude. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's the same thing for illegal, well, let's call them trespassers or, yeah. I don't know, I alien. Agree. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I, I've eaten so much time. And All right, I'm thank gonna, you, man. I'm going to go. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, all right, Vox is up next. We'll try to get through as many calls as we can before the bottom of the hour here. Keep me on the clock. I w I'm trying. <laughs> hey. Uh, Vox, you're good to go. Hey, guys. What's up? We're all right. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, short week at work this week. Uh, hmm. I do the nine hours, four days a week, and then every other week I get Friday off. So Cool. Nice. Um, so I want to talk about, have either of you seen the new Vice uh, documentary that was posted Monday? about the Miami Proud Boys. No. no. Although Vice does occasionally do good work, so I'll keep an open mind. Is it is it good or is it crap? No, it is not good. Hmm. It is blatant propaganda, and it is personal to me because I happen to be a first-generation American from a Cuban immigrant father. Hmm. So just... The so they were talking about like, oh, everyone. So the worst part was it was the host, the vice hostess, talking to one singular sociology professor at FIU. And okay. guess what side he was on? Uh, I could never guess. It's right to flip a coin, man. Who who knows? I know he was he was really subtle, and he yeah. was saying things like. Oh, the Cubans and the Venezuelans coming over that are conservative have been, they come from money. And so they're just, you know, escaping their ill gotten gains. You know, he didn't use that. Their ill gotten Cuban gains. Is that a thing? He's implying, well, he was implying that, oh, they were escaping so they could keep their money from being stolen by the communists. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds like a. It <laughs> sounds like what I would do if I lived under communism. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it doesn't matter because my family was from a dirt poor little town on the sure. coast who, like, my grandmother didn't even have a high school education. Yeah. Like, it, it was just so infuriating. And, of course, they did the whole conflation with, 
you know, they didn't say the word illegal. It's like, oh, they're just immigrants yeah. being detained at the border. And it's like, how fucking dare you compare my family to who all came here legally yeah. from these criminals who just hopped the border fence? Oh, I'm sure that's yeah. got to be frustrating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Anyway, you and, want to have the final word? We got to give you the boot because Skag's making me stay on the clock. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just having an immigrant um, family has really brought me a lot of perspective on the whole issue, which has also honestly led to reject me rejecting both the far left pandering uh, anti-integration mm. uh, idiocy and also the alt rights you know, demographic uberalis uh, arguments too. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. See you. Dangerous Spaces is up next. Hello. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go. Glad to hear your jolly voice. Hey, how we going? We're all right. Uh, Dangerous Spaces was, uh, I hope you won't mind if I reveal this, but he was worried momentarily that he's the one that got us banned last week. That was not the case. But he had, uh, I forget what you called about it. It was, it was semi-spicy last week. Oh, uh, it was about, um, I think it was about Donald Trump in Baltimore. And that's right. Uh, yeah. That's what it was. But it, well, it, it was just because just to quickly tell the story, Bond, I took, I took, I watched uh, the stream on my TV. So I turned the TV off. I took the call. I turned the TV back on and the thing had cut out. So I went, oh, that's weird. Maybe it's technical. So I sat there for a bit on YouTube, kept reloading in case you restart a new stream. Yeah. And it never happened. So I went to DLive. I caught the tail end of Matt ranting about what had happened. So I didn't hear the context. Yeah. So all I knew was that you took my call, the stream got cut off, and Matt was saying, YouTube cut the stream off. I'm like, was that that me? Did I say (laughs) something? No. You shall not criticize uh, Baltimore and Elijah Cummings. But anyway, I'm gonna. I'll try not to have an aneurysm this week because I just want to talk about the media and they are frustrating me. I've been so angry all week with them. It's so frustrating. Hmm. About what Firstly, specifically? Oh, just in general, how they're uh, the shootings, especially. Hmm. Um, but how they're not really calling anyone on anything. The first one that annoys me, and this was more from the debates than media specifically, is. Whenever someone says, uh, whenever a Dem says it's a Democratic, uh, it's a Republican talking point. Yeah. You are running up against the Republican president. I don't yeah, you care better have if an argument. You've yeah. got to be able to answer the Republican talking point because the Republican's going to bring it up, you moron. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the debates where they use that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, a, that's a Republican I mean, talking point, Donald. But also when, okay. also when people are, you've got some media guys on, on, uh, Twitter that are outright saying, um, if you support Trump now, you're supporting racism. You're supporting, yeah. you know, I've got one from Scarborough where he says, you're complicit in endorsing the white supremacy he espoused in yeah. Charlottesville. Joe Scarborough, who used where, to be Trump's friend like two years ago. Yeah. Well, this he's espousing, you know, white supremacy in Charlottesville when he said, I'm not talking about the white supremacists. Yeah. Um, well, th- this is what's really frustrating. And because Trump, of course, has come out and said all the things he's supposed to say about, I condemn hate, specifically white supremacism. I condemn this. I condemn that. Let's all come together and be Americans based on our shared values. And 
Don Lemon and the rest of these people are saying, oh, it rings hollow, not good enough. And it's like, yeah, that's that's why he didn't do this shit originally in Charlottesville. Yeah. That's why he told you to fuck off, basically, because yeah, not th- he's doing what you guys tell him he should do. And then you say, did he really mean it, though? Was it really good <laughs> enough? Well, yeah, it's like, that, that's there why. Was Dan the- who, there was Dan Rathers who said um, uh, something along the lines of, oh, we, you know, we can't just put his words into the headlines without the context. The context yeah. is the story. The yeah. headlines literally just, it's Dan Rathers essentially admitting that the headline, they use it to tell the story in the headline. And th- this is how bad it is. And I'll, I'll probably leave it on this because otherwise it'll take up too much of your time. Sure. This is how bad it was. There was, um, I don't know what the guy's name is, but he's on the Morning Joe show. He's one of the younger guys. Hmm. Got, got a little bit, a little bit of a list. Was talking to, I think it must have been Jacqueline, Jacqueline, however you pronounce his uh, name, uh, Castro. Yeah. And he was pushing back on him about the list of donors he released. Oh, this was Willie Geist. I heard this clip. That was good. But he was pushing back and everyone's going, oh, it's good to see him pushing back. Yeah. Why are you complimenting him? That's his job. Well, fair point, but you if have to consider compliment- that relevant. Yeah. <laughs> if you are complimenting people on the fact that they're actually doing their panda language fucking job. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like saying, hey, great job, bus driver. You didn't crash on the way to work today. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. But that is the point is like crashing the bus is the status quo. It is the expectation for these people. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. just frustrating. And again, because I, I do, I, I, I'm dedication. I'm really, I probably need to walk away for a week because I'm going to have an annual <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sometimes, man, sometimes just turning it all off and going outside for a few a few hours yeah. or a few days is a good thing to do. These people are just pissing me off. So Yeah, man. All right. Anyway. Well, thanks. You guys. No worries. Yeah. Have a good one. Uh, next up, we got fantasy football commissioner Michael Schlecht. I don't know if he's going to want to talk football, yeah. but we'll find out. Michael, you're good to go. If you can get that mic hey. unmuted. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing all right. You want to talk uh, fantasy football or what? No, 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 oh, no. I don't want to bore a blonde to death. <laughs> Thank you. I say fantasy football for just us. Yeah. Money your thing. Uh, blonde for the record, my wife, she looks just as lovely, if not better, without makeup. So that's uh-huh. not a lie. Uh-oh. Look at that. Uh, so I have a, a gross medical story to share. Yes. Oh, sure. It's, uh, it's been a while. Um, it's not really gross, and I guess it's not really medical, but it's just a good story. So I'll, okay. uh, basically it was, uh, it's neither of the criteria, but it still fits. All right. <laughs> well, it's, it's one out of three. It's a story. Um, oh, so fair enough. when I was in uh, about third grade, maybe nine or 10 years old, we went to a Brewers game with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game went into extra innings. It was a night game. And so it was like the 13th inning. Uh, it was basically 11 o'clock at night. I thought it was kind of the coolest thing ever that I was up being, you know, and out so late watching baseball. And sure. um, of course a, a pop fly comes right at our section. Oh, wow. uh, it's, it's a really, really, you know, it's hit up high. Uh, so I feel like I have a chance to get it. I run underneath it. I square up. I look down to put my glove on. I look back up and it just cracks me square in the forehead. Ah. And, and it actually had knocked me out for like Fucking five minutes. And, uh, no. And so afterwards, I guess I got a, uh, a mild concussion out of it. And the worst hmm. part was uh, apparently the ball bounced like five, ten feet off of my forehead. So it hit me pretty good. And It uh, went back up in the air. Did someone catch the rebound? <laughs> yeah, some little kid ran off with it. So I didn't even get the ball. <laughs> uh, well, but as I was yikes. being like carried out by like the medics. Um, what, guy when was this? Was, what year was this? How long ago? 
Uh, it's probably like early 2000s, so 2000, 2001 maybe. How old were you at the time? You must oh, have been I was only young. like nine or ten. Okay, so you were a little kid. You know, oh, I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. it's not so like you would have given the ball to a little late. kid. You would have kept it. Well, it, yeah, that's true. But as I was getting carried out, a guy in the stand did catch a ball earlier in the game, and he tossed it to me. So that, at least I got that ball. <laughs> did uh, did no. this get like played on uh, like a, the stadium replay, or did it get played on anywhere? That seems I like something like I would scrubbing. want to watch on video. Yeah, I've been scrubbing all the archives, and I cannot find it for the life of me. So hmm. I, I, I look every now and again. Every now and again, the, the ink. Did like you, the, the you get like uh, you get any kind of big bump, or do you have to deal with like a black eye or something? Uh, I got like a, probably like a half dollar size, like pretty good scab on my forehead for about a week. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Um, it didn't scar or anything. Uh, you know, don't want to diminish the money maker, but you know. Still, concussions well. are really bad for you. Try not to get any more. <laughs> well, they said it was a mild concussion, which I have a very hard time considering it knocked me out. But you yeah. Know. I went to a soccer nice. camp that next week anyways, so must not have been that bad. Well, you don't sound like you have brain damage, so. No, I'm pretty, pretty well balanced. But Skag knows you better than I do. So. Well, just don't look at his fantasy football team. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Although the <laughs> fact oh. that he plays fantasy f- football does lend to the mental retardation. Uh, That's true. That's true. You absolute well, uh, son one, of a One final bitch. thing. Uh, All right. So most of the kind of you know, blank of the weeks are sort of fluff. So I thought I'd propose to you kind of more. Are you useful. taking sh- you taking shots at the other, the other callers? Well, I know you're a man of efficiency, and so okay, all right. I thought I'd help you out. So uh, I'm, let me propose the uh, free advice on how to run your show better. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. He's gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna give myth. Myth's gonna get last word tonight on calls, and then uh, we will move into the uh, emails. Myth, you're good to go if you're ready. Hi, how you guys doing? Hi. Doing all right. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm just having a good time talking to everyone in the waiting room. You know? What are you guys talking about? Uh, we... Nazi stuff? Yeah, obviously. Come yeah. Or, you know, our right-wing death squads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you guys all know I'm right about that. <laughs> obviously. I'm uh, blonde. Debate night, we were all talking about where's our right-wing death squads. It got stuck in traffic. We had snipers ready. They, they didn't make it. We are trying to kill all the gandits. <laughs> joking, FBI guy, ATF guy, don't yeah, snipe really. my dog. He's joking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I don't care if they snipe your dog. Just don't snipe my dog. <laughs> Um, yeah, hopefully not Caesar either. Well, nah, Caesar had a good run. <laughs> he can get sniped. <laughs> oh, when we end with Michael Schlecht, I'll tell you a story about Caesar. Hmm. <laughs> um, no, I just really appreciate your guys' community. You know, every time I email you guys, I'm like, uh, I love your community and everything. Oh, gay balls. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad it's working out. And of course, thanks for, um, thanks for helping us out with the clips and building, yeah, uh, totally. building more pieces of it. Yeah, no problem. Um, I yeah, I hope everybody can check that out. Uh, BTA be uh, clips on YouTube and Bitshoot. Uh, check out Bitshoot because YouTube doesn't like me or Matt. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How that? So you, they never issued an apology or anything? No, they never said shit. Yeah, um, they just. They, I, I got an, I sent an email and then I got an alive chat agent person. Yeah. Again, the, I don't know who the hell these people are. I don't have anyone to talk to. These are just people I happened to happen to uh get a hold of yeah and they said they were going to look into it and then i that was um that was like late thursday afternoon and then i went out and i came back around 7 p.m and i reloaded my channel status again where i can look at all my permissions 
And it was like, oh yeah, live streaming is enabled. And I was like, yeah, yeah. fucking assholes. Oh. And then they never, they never followed up. They never said why. They never apologized. Presumably they were in the wrong if they reversed their decision, but they never yeah. said, yeah, sorry about that one. Um, YouTube's so stupid. Obviously, you know, I got a one week upload ban on the Clips channel. And yeah. Like, they they repealed the strike, but only after the one week ban, which makes no sense. Yeah. So so exactly. So you're banned. You're punished. This is the same thing they do with the advertising revenue. You know, every single upload of mine is demonetized and the stream. If you're blonde, they just they don't even bother. You're demonetized anyway. It's probably more efficient. But in my case, they demonetize and then offer me appeal to get the monetization and maybe 50% of the time I actually get monetization. But that's the thing is it's retroactive in the way you're, or it's not retroactive. They just say, Oh yeah, this is actually policy compliant. You can have ads on it. Well, thanks. You know, it got yeah. 90% of the views. And by the way, it's not going to get any more because you algorithmically <laughs> bury me. It's same thing with punishing your, the clips channel you've set up. What if they ban you for a week and then come back a week later and say, sorry, that was a mistake. You were still banned for a week. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like they, they need so some process. Start presuming there. innocence. You know, I understand it's yeah. like they don't want someone setting up some random channel and uploading ISIS videos. I get it. You might have to have a bot deal with that. Like someone, the, the new channels and very small channels without an audience might have to be more bot enforced, and that yeah. might have some problems. But you know, they're small channels that you, you just have to deal with some of that. When you have channels with an established audience. As I've said on Sunday, and I'll say again, remember, every time they're doing this crap, they're banning our stream, otherwise punishing this show. It's not just me. It's not just Blonde and I. They're Blonde and me that they're, um, they're punishing. They're punishing the audience of this channel. It's a, a middle finger, not just to us as the broadcasters, but a middle finger to the community that you're talking yeah. about that expects to set aside a little bit of time or have this on in the background while they're doing whatever else. And that's mm -hmm. what pisses me off about Susan. It's like, not only do you not have our back as the people who have built something to earn you money, you don't have the back of the people who come to you for entertainment. The only back you have is CNN or other corporate media who are dying. The reason you're successful is because you're not them. Stop trying to accommodate them. Anyway, I, I need to stop because <laughs> this stuff pisses me off. It's, it's very frustrating. I mean, and they took down Soph's channel, which I was very oh, mad about. Um, I just want to remind everybody to, to go to support on BitChute. Go support on alternate platforms. Smash streams on DLive. Uh, I know I'm giving you shoutouts. Uh, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, I also, can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay, sorry, I had that. Um, I also, uh, just as an ending statement, I wanted to shout out the, the Minecraft server on here. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, if people want to go play, you can look on the Discord. Uh, we're looking for some more people. we got quite a bit, but, um, you know, every once in a while, it's pretty scarce. Uh, we just got a new XP farm. Uh, you guys probably don't know what that is. I have uh, no idea. I've never played a minute of Minecraft in my life. Oh, come on, Matt. We need to get you on here. I'll buy it for you. you uh, nope. Sorry. <laughs> I won't be doing that, but I, I'm glad that I am sincerely glad that there, that this, there's a growing, um, community in with different extensions, like different arms of different interests and all that stuff. I, I like that. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Have Thanks. a good night. Have a, have a nice night. All right, that'll do it on calls. We appreciate everybody's patience. I know we can't get to everybody, uh, so thanks for putting up with us. And um, God, Caesar, lay down. Ugh. If you are having trouble getting into the live room, you want to participate in the show, or maybe you can't participate live, you're at work or whatever else, 
and you'd like to participate, send us an email at speedyonthebait.gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line. We will respond to them in the last half hour of the show, which we'll do right now. Uh, try to keep them limited in length. A tweet's length is a good rule of thumb. But Blonde doesn't enforce the rules, so... I do. <laughs> Uh, no, um, these are these are actually not bad. We don't have any like multi-paragraph ones tonight. I did leave some of them out that were too long. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you send me a question that's too long, I will neither respond to you nor put your question in the show notes. So. Ooh, is that the rule? Just the that's cold shoulder. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it, as a general rule, all right. Like, if you can't fit it in, say, like three, be as brief as possible. No multi-paragraphs. Let's just put it that way. Oh, I'm going to tell the story about Caesar really quick. Oh, oh sure. Hold this picture. All right. Can you guys see this? Oh, that's uh, what Caesar yeah. looks like after a terrible dental appointment. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, why the hell did you bother taking him to a dog dentist when he's like old and senile? Because he, anyway? he has to do it every two years. He has to get a deep cleaning. It's really annoying and expensive and I hate doing it. Why? His face always swells up. So I don't know how old oh, he, he swells. is. He, yeah. I hate everybody knows that I, I hate Caesar. He's like the worst dog I've ever had. I take <laughs> care of him because I have to. But I always thought that he was like 11, maybe 12. And so I asked the vet to like look for markers of age. And she called me during the dental procedure. And she's like, we did like a glaucoma test. And like I examined his hair and his teeth. And like, I really don't think he's older than seven and a half. Oh, that's very disappointing news. I'm sorry to hear that. I You're know. telling me Caesar's in good shape. For maybe like 10 more years. He's like a cockroach. How he's long have you die. had him? I've had him since 2012, but I must have just gotten him when he was a puppy, and I didn't know because he's so tiny. I suppose. But he's balding, and his teeth are falling out, and he's incontinent. I'm like, There's, this dog must be old. So you never, you never actually knew. You just mm. speculated. Yeah. And now you have 10 more years of Caesar to deal with. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's oh going to live forever. He's gonna, that dog's going to outlive me. You're going to have to do this stream with Caesar. It'll be the blonde and Caesar show. That would be so depressing. <laughs> Having a dog that wears belly bands, I have a diaper wearing dog, is like nearly cat lady tear depressing. <laughs> Thank God I'm married or I'd be suicidal right now. All right. Uh, let's hop into the, uh, the questions. Jonathan says, after seeing videos online of people from InfoWars and their fans cleaning up a neighborhood in Baltimore, I was wondering if we should turn uh, Beauty and the Beta meetups into Make America Clean Again rallies. I live in the Dayton, Ohio area, and I was thinking it might be a good place to start. Well, uh, first and foremost, I hope everybody in your uh, Dayton community is doing as well as they can after the uh, unfortunate weekend. If uh, I'm not if laughing at that. It's the Baltimore thing. It's so ridiculous. And my webcam's flickering again. Let's see if I can get it to stop. Uh, if people want to organize um, that sort of thing, I yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I, I mean, whether you're organizing for this show or not, it, it, it's always great to par participate in any kind of volunteer effort to clean up your town, your community, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I should do more of that myself. Admittedly, I don't I don't do much of that. I should. Any little bit that you can, any little bit of your time that you can give. Sometimes you don't have time. You give money or whatever. But right. part of the trade-off of being a, a limited government person believing in um, in the power of the individual, believing in the power of community to solve most problems instead of government force. The part of that trade-off is being reasonably generous voluntarily with things that you support, whether you're doing that financially or whether you're cleaning up your town. The other side of that coin is making your community better. And unless you're some saint, we could all do a little bit better at that. And I, I'm no different. So I appreciate if people want to do that on behalf of this show. And, and I will take that, uh, that message as a reminder that 
you know, there's always a little bit more that I could give to charity. There's always a little bit more that I could do in terms of volunteering an afternoon or something like that. These are things that I should think about more than I do. And I, I need to be better at that. Yeah. Especially now that we care about our communities. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It's not, I, as I've said, Bozeman has like 20 years until it's ruined, but I should try to keep it nice in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. You do that by taking out Californians. <laughs> Um, I will, uh, yeah, I'll go and, uh, do your I'll improve duty. my community by just knocking on the door or, or knocking on the car of every California license plate I see and saying, are you the right kind? Or I'll, I'll at yeah. least offer, I'll offer them a hearing. I'll give Fine. them, I'll afford them due process before their deportation. In I am my, a uh, Californian, so I guess pursuant I to my principles. Yeah. Advocate for, uh, for this. Uh, yeah. Jeff says, do you think that the main point of attacks on mega hat wearers, did you just read this? No. No. Okay. I'm retarded. Uh, could be as terrorist could be a as a terroristic threat to the moderate left and centrist to stay quiet on the Democrats' reservation. Hmm. The attacks will never stop someone wearing a MAGA hat, but they do send the message to the moderate: "Look at what will happen to you if you try to resist the regressive left." That's totally true. Yeah. Uh, the point of the attack is terroristic threats. No, I think it's uh, it's like a like a public discipline. Yeah, I mean. Um... It's interesting, like, is that a, that's an interesting question of whether that's a terroristic gesture in itself. I suppose it is. Like, if you attack a person for the political message on their hat or their shirt or whatever. Right. Is that in and of itself terrorism? Well, it's politically motivated and it's violent. It might have, it might not have been premeditated, but um, I, I, I don't know. I get a kick out of this whole thing, not because I enjoy watching it. They're awful. I hope they go away. But because there's a certain segment of the population that's willing to say, um, like, like in the, the in the Hill article about the 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 guy we talked about on Sunday who was beaten up for wearing a MAGA mm -hmm. hat, there one of the most responded to comments is from some guy saying, "When will these maggots? You know how they say maggots? M A G A T. When will these maggots yeah. learn that the MAGA hat is just a swastika?" It's like, first of all, if a guy's wearing a swastika shirt, you don't get to hit him. It's still assault. Yeah. Uh, second of all, are you admitting that you are so emotionally triggered? by a t-shirt message that you have violent impulse just from seeing a certain arrangement of words or shapes. Like who, who has the problem here? Yeah. Um, but I, to the, to Jeff's point, I think there's no doubt that like the people who are doing this are doing it to minimize a political perspective to, mm -hmm. to, to tell other people uh, certain political perspectives will not be tolerated. They will be violently, they will be met right. with violent force if they're expressed. That's yep, what they're exactly. saying. Yeah. Um, uh, Retro Robot Radio says, uh, we have heard several commentators say leftist Twitter has spawned the current crop of ultra-woke Democratic presidential candidates. We also know Trump has refused to leave Twitter and in fact props it up with his presence. What if he props, uh, what if he props it up or what if he props up Twitter just to keep up the left-wing bubble which creates easily defeated Democrats 40 chess in action? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I think he just likes Twitter. I think he just has a habit <laughs> of so yeah. tweeting while taking a shit in the morning or whatever he's doing. Uh, you know I he is. I don't know. I mean, I, I am always, I have to be somewhat self-aware as I've admitted, like I'm always cr skeptical of these 40 chess theories. I just don't think Me Trump too. is that calculated. But you know, by the same token, as I mentioned before, he has a lot of success with his seeming blunders. Like you think it's a mistake and it works out for him in yeah. the end. Yeah. So either he's the luckiest man ever, or he's more strategic than I give him credit for, for sure. This is from Henry in 2016 GOP debates. Mike Huckabee suggested a federal war on disease to fix America's health problem. 
and in turn fix healthcare. I know both of you tend to lean against centralized government initiatives, but how do you feel about allocating more of the federal budget to find cures for some of the most evil diseases like cancer, Alzheimer's, and ALS? Why can't this be done with private corporations? Why does this have to be federally funded? I can think of worse things, um, but uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, again, if if the research is promising and it's producing a lot of results, these are things that I think could be better funded voluntarily in an ideal world. That, that's how I would like to see these things happen. And indeed, if you think cancer research doesn't have a healthy uh, healthy supply of voluntary funding, it has plenty. Yeah. Uh, if you cut federal funding, it's not in any kind of emergency situation. People giving to cancer research charities has got to be one of the most well-funded charity causes in the country. Um, that said, uh, would I be outraged? Am I going to go protesting in the street if we, if we're, if we're offering some kind of public funding for research of disease prevention? Probably not. I mean, it's, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but, um, I don't know. I guess I just have to say I, I don't actually much care about about this particular one. It would not enrage me, but I don't know that it's the best uh, way to solve this problem fun. anyway. Yeah. Curtis yeah. says. Nope. Next oh, one. Th this one is a repeat. Did we have a mix up with Henry and Curtis? Uh oh. Maybe? Did I paste over somebody else's? Or Maybe you want double? you want you could check the you want to check the inbox if it won't cause your computer to blow up. Otherwise, we it could... will log me out. Of... Oh, okay. So here's what we'll do. Why don't you make a note to yourself to check which Henry of these got Curtis. mixed up? And we apologize to whoever, but whether it's Henry or Curtis who got mixed up, and we'll revisit the other one next week. Sorry, guys. My bad. Uh, I have two jobs, and I've messed up both of them. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the YouTube channel? Steven says, have you seen the YouTube channel Acts 17 Apologetics? If not, you should definitely check them out. It is run by a former atheist turned Christian and he exposes the history of Islam and how terrible the religion is using its own or their own source books. All the best you both. News to me. I've not, I've not heard of this channel. Um, yeah. Admittedly, I don't have, uh, I don't put a lot of time to theological thoughts and certainly like uh, Islam critic like cr critical of Islam thoughts or YouTube videos or whatever. Um, but I, if, if you send me, like if there's one particular video from this channel that's particularly uh, useful or insightful, I'd be happy to take a look if you want to send me an email. Uh, yeah. Um, it's from Peshka. Do you think a common cause of male suicides and mass shooters on the rise could be the past seven to eight years of feminist and progressives uh, denigrating straight white males for being for being the majority in hobbies, fandoms and societies and this bullying becoming more and more acceptable in the mainstream. I've noticed the trend of extreme counter groups to the bully politics. What I've noticed the trend of extreme counter groups to the bully politics funnel towards the alt writer incels and others feel so isolated. They, they commit a uh, self life end. Am I nuts and have a spider web of red string or reading too much into it and doing a Trump's rhetoric? No, we talked about this on Sunday. I think that that the um, demonization of toxic masculinity yeah. is somewhat culpable in this rise of incel style yeah. murders. And, and I don't even know if it's as direct as like, it's just a bunch of people saying you're a white male, you suck. Yeah, I mean, that is annoying. And I've experienced yeah. a, a small degree of that in my life. Although, thankfully, it wasn't a big deal when I was in school. I was kind of in school before all this broke out. So I don't know. Mm -hmm how bad it might in fact be. But I think the other piece of that, it's the same thing with feminist ideology generally. 
were lying not just to young women, but to young men as well about what sort of pathway tends to lead to happiness. We're lying to a generation of young women right. telling them that they're going to be happy simultaneously, uh, you know, working a hundred hours a week moms or something like that. When generally that's not the case and that's not what women choose by the same token, we're telling a generation of young men that being uh, aggressive, being competitive, being traditionally mascul masculine is harmful or won't lead to a productive life for them when in fact the opposite is true. When you mm. reject these uh, fundamental characteristics of masculinity, guess what? You end up directionless, you end up yeah. without a purpose, as we mentioned on Sunday, and you end up generally unhappy with your life. So that'd be kind of my theory. I don't know if it's as simple as just people tell you you suck. So you start feeling suicidal. Right. I think it's more like I believed these people in terms of the, the life path they prescribed. And it's a bullshit life path that doesn't work for 99% of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. I, I think you're onto something is what I'm saying. I, these are sort of non-scientific uh, speculation questions, but they're good questions to think about. I, and I do think they matter. Uh, Greg says, hey, B and the B, my wife and I, uh, along with our three kids, are headed up to your neck of the woods, Yellowstone from Chicago area for vacation. I was moved by Matt's call for good fathers after the shootings. I totally agree with you, and I'm trying to do my part, openness to anything they want to discuss and listening to one key, uh, uh, and listening is one key, and also setting good boundaries, and above all, getting them to reason for themselves. Uh uh, well, thanks. Uh, and I hope you guys have a fun trip. And if you're in town, uh, I, I do, uh, I, you know, when people roll through town, I, I meet up with, for drinks or dinner or whatever. I know your time is limited, but if you, uh, if you're interested in that, feel free to send me an email and, uh, and I'm glad, man, I have no insight on fatherhood, obviously. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to take notes of these things for the future, but I think uh, your perspective is exactly on, and it sounds like you're doing a good job. Um, yeah, I, I often wonder, like, if I had had kids at 22, given how different my perspective was about life and politics and stuff, I'm not saying you shouldn't have kids young or anything, but really watching the progressive left go insane and, and, and realizing the flaws in sort of the, the, the cliche uh, participation-riven parenting philosophy has, has definitely shaped how I plan my parenting philosophy, at least for now, who knows yeah. in practice, those things could be blown up, but, yeah. uh, but I, I will definitely be seeking ways to, um, toughen my kids in productive ways. I don't want to be like a, a heavy handed asshole dad that nobody likes. But the point is, if you, if you're not building a kid that's tough enough for the real world out there, you're, you're doing them a disservice. If you're, if you're raising a child that is unprepared to face the realities of the world, the difficulties, the beauty everything about it, you're, you're failing as a parent. It's your job to be that kid's guide and make sure that when you're gone, this kid, exactly. that kid can navigate this world yeah. effectively. And if you haven't done that, if you've just you coddled fail. them from the realities of the difficult world that's out there, yeah, you kind of suck. You, you, you have to be realistic about those things. Yeah, and, totally. um, and yeah, and above all, as a dad, to the point, that means sticking around, that means doing the sort of things that Greg's doing, going on family trips, I mean, spending good time together, it means being present above all, not being an absent father. Yep. So uh, we actually skipped one. This is from Tremor. 
Yeah. Um, let's say Matt wants his own hit piece and decided to make a designer baby with his fiance, blonde, tall, blue hmm. eyes, super masculine, big cock. Okay. Uh, where would you generally draw the line for genetic engineering on <clears throat> humans? Would deciding the appearance of your child be acceptable as an eye color? At what point would you say no, stop? We've I, considered I don't this think question any if... physical appearance stuff. No. Well, yeah, we've considered this question before, and I've I've said before, oh, I need to read up on this more so I can <laughs> so I can iron out my opinion better, and uh, I have yet to do that. But generally, it seems like we were in agreement that. This gets really dicey. I mean, I'm more willing to consider things like elimination of disease or deformity or, or whatever, as opposed to just, I like green eyes instead of blue. Yeah. Things that aren't actually health defects. But even the health defect angle is not a clean line. You know, there are some things that's like, what, what is a health defect? Is a, right. a certain minor disability or if your child's not, I don't know, if you have a, a child who... Um, maybe has a predisposition to obesity or something like that. Like if there's a genetic angle there, some of these things are very uh, gray area, quote unquote, health issues or disabilities. I don't like it. I, 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 the more I think about it, the more I feel like I I have to back off of this sort of thing, this, this playing God angle. Um, I guess the other side of it though, is what if you could, what if you could use this sort of thing to start eliminating diseases? Is that actually beneficial? I don't know. I, I worry about this stuff turning into the mad scientist thing where it's like yeah. the more you think you can control about, uh, about not only human behavior, of course, that's what we talk about all the time is controlling human behavior, but now controlling human genetics. I suppose there's probably possibility for prosperity there, but it seems like these sorts of things, these control efforts always end up going the wrong way they always end up producing undesired terrible effects so i'm going to be more cautious about it than maybe i would have in the past sorry i don't have a a hard rule for it i just don't know enough about what's possible at this point uh so i'll have to cross that bridge later Uh, i think we're good cool uh that's all the questions Mm -hmm. oh we're super chat got super chat and streamlabs i'll see what's over on uh Super chat here. Let's see. Phil says, just imagine one of those Trump supporters who, oh wait, no, I I got, I got uh, Phil there, but Phil did say another one in regards to the demographics Uber Alice argument. If the people who have flooded into America since 65 were capable of creating societies like ours, they wouldn't be coming here. Civic nationalism is just globo homo in a mock hat. I was fair. Globo homo. I, I like that one. That one makes. You've never me heard laugh. that before. No, that one is that, uh, that one's good. new to me as the boomer that I am. <laughs> I have to join in in making the boomers mad now. Now I know I'm not <laughs> watching your show. <laughs> Shout out All to right. the boomer who rage quit the show this week and felt the need to email me about it. Just so you know, I personally will not watch anymore because blonde rags on boomers. That's the most boomer response I've ever heard in my life. Shut the hell up. I don't like you and I'm going (laughs) to tell you why I don't. You can't arrest me. I'm not going to. Y'all arrest you. There are a lot of people in our comments that are like, this is police brutality and it's really messed up. Do you think this is so funny? It's like, seriously, she kicked a cop. It's not police brutality. No. If if she, she fled the scene and kicked him. Uh, that's not police brutality, man. She had to be detained. What do you want? Like the the cop has to use force at that point. Um, uh, but I'll yeah. leave the boomer bashing bit to you. That's your bit. That's not my bit. 
And um, it and I was thinking so about, and actually sincerely thinking about this because I thought like, well, I I was I thought put myself in that perspective. Would I be annoyed if people ripped on my generation? My generation sucks. Millennials yeah. suck. I'm out there to try to fix them. So when people say like, yeah, millennials are are worthless socialists. They don't they don't work hard. They blame everyone for their problems. My answer is yeah. correct. By and large, because we so, were raised by boomers. <laughs> so then I thought about it, and I was like, "No, I'm not personally offended when people rip on my generation." So really yeah, this is bullshit. Sorry, sorry, offended boomer, but you're not listening anyway. Since you informed me that you have yeah, right. personally unsubscribed, I've never okay. let somebody know that I unsubscribe from their channel. No, I that's so fucking it. weird. It's yeah. just bizarre. I'll have you know. I that know. I have lost interest in viewing this material. Okay, Cindy. What, what am I supposed to do? Please, please, Mr. Boomerman, I'll do anything. I'll never make fun of them again. Please, I can't. I love toys. What would this show be without him? I guess we're finding out I know. live right now. Oh. Chicken Fried Monkey says, I refuse to give YouTube another dime of the money. I want you, uh, you all to have blonde. You look lovely as always. Well, thank you. And I, and this is a thanks for supporting the show, obviously. And I will t- uh, note... Uh, uh, that Streamlabs does not take a, any processing fee. So Streamlabs... Seriously? Uh, no, they don't. Uh, it, it does work through PayPal or a credit card. So there are some incidental processing fees on behalf of those people. But Streamlabs, as, as far as I know, and I've been working with it for a long time, they don't take a cut. And DLive uh, takes a much smaller cut than does YouTube. I think it's 10%. But DLive also takes some of that and puts it back into that treasure chest that goes back into the community. Mm. So pretty much everybody does gives a better deal than YouTube. Does, just so there's transparency with the audience. We, of course, appreciate support wherever is most convenient for you. One more. Michu says, if you follow MSM, you would believe racist in chief Russia hoax and the left is there to save the minorities. Uh, but the reality is the far left hate is pushing the right as evil as as evil and they ignore the kind of reality of the Baltimore cleanup. Yeah. I do think that by and large, they have built a boogeyman that doesn't exist with rare exception. Of course, I'm not trying to diminish um, the attacks that have happened. I'm not trying to deny them, but I am saying that they've basically built uh, uh, Tucker Carlson is taking flack for saying this too. Like they've built a, a boogeyman that basically isn't real. And I think that it's actually counterproductive. It's like, the more you call me a racist, Nazi, evil person, it's like the more I really hate you. And of course, yeah. I'm not saying I would ever resort to violence. I'm not going to. But it, in a way, in a weird way, I think it is sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more you mistreat people and malign them and call them the worst things possible, the more they're inclined to be very unkind to you in return. Sometimes that's violence. And that's awful. I'm not justifying it. I'm just explaining how these things can come to be. It's not okay. But I, but for them to deny their own role in the hostility is really infuriating. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Uh, are you done? With yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, Kevin Flanagan, no. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's out. Bummer. Joel Dykeman, I feel like going to the most progressive store in the most progressive city and racking up a massive pill. Then when they ask me to pay, I'll reply... That's a Republican talking. <laughs> <laughs> These things um, are human rights. I know, right? Omo O five AU O nine Atlanta meetup, folks. Let's make Atlanta clean again and give back to our city for our next meetup. At least that would get some of you from outside the perimeter inside the city. That's a good idea. That's cool. If people, yeah, I mean, if people start doing this, we, uh, you know, I'd love to show the pictures on the show. Love to see what you guys are doing. Would be very honored if that's happening uh, on behalf of the show. And I, I appreciate the idea. So good for you guys. 
SpongeBob is real pants. <laughs> ben Shapiro retweeted his staff calling Nick Fuentes a skinhead and a white supremacist. Seriously? Huh. I'll have to That's look this insane. up. That's insane. Um, he also retweeted people sourcing right-wing watch that slandered Fuentes. Not good optics. Are you people serious? Is this recent? I, uh, I'll i have to check it out. I got to see this. Well, you guys ben is, ben is really on the, the white supremacist. Uh, he's he's doing the whole routine. And again, you know, I qualify. I appreciate Ben. I think he does a great job. But he's doing the whole routine where it's like, behold, behold me disavow white supremacism. I have the courage to do it. And I have been their biggest victim. It's like, yeah, we get it, dude. We get it. We get it. You were the biggest victim of the alt-right in 2016. I know. I know. And nobody, nobody serious thinks you're a white supremacist. And that's the thing is like, it's not, I don't think it's so courageous to disavow this sort of stuff. It's like, why it's would you really presume? Easy, yeah. Why would you presume that I support it? It's the same thing we talked about on Sunday. Yeah, it's Whereas not cool. Whereas Nick Fuentes has a much more nuanced worldview and perspective. I know he I, doesn't like me, but I can't help but just think that he is awesome and he, he doesn't like you. Why? What, what's the deal with that? Oh, I don't know. Somebody sent me some email about him um, talking about me on his stream. I didn't watch the stream, so I don't huh. want to misrepresent this. But he said like I'm in thought or something like that oh well um he he's kind of a i I've, i don't watch a ton of his stuff but he strikes me as kind of just an off-the-cuff funny man saying he stuff, is and he's adorable people. and astute and really educated and he's got this like innocence about him i just hope he goes into politics if we can get people like yeah. nick fuentes to infiltrate the political realm it would be so great for the country and humanity um, uh, yeah I, I i wouldn't take it as like him I bet he'd be willing to talk to you. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I wouldn't take it as oh, like a e-girl. sincere. Oh, e girl! He didn't call me an e thought. I'm sorry. I, I didn't watch it, uh, so I don't. I don't know. Somebody just emailed yeah. me about it. I, I'm sure it's um, just an off the cuff funny man remark, as opposed to like, I'm genuine. Not super butthurt about it. Uh, yeah, you know, not like that. Um, not like that kangaroo who we all hate very much. Make it very clear that kangaroo sucks. I know. I complained about that for a long time. But I don't remember what he said about me. <laughs> well, he did. That's the point. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Teal that. deer did. Teal deer did, but the kangaroo did oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to recycle this gag over and over again. I don't yeah. know why I can't commit this to memory. I'm so useless. All right, we have yeah. one more. Kevin Bacon did nothing wrong, said shekels for the heckles. Thank you. Uh, let me reload this, make sure I didn't miss anybody. Yeah, I'll double check over on Streamlabs as well, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, we're good there. I will say one more time thank you to our top supporters over on DLive Whiskey, C. Kyle. And Darth Jones. I think it's Jones. I don't It's Darth J O dot dot dot. I'm going with Jones. We all good? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And uh, thanks to Susan Wiki Wiki for not banning the stream. That's always much appreciated. Uh, I'm glad my sacrificial offering to her was uh, appreciated. Yeah. I don't know. The one thing I want to talk about on Sunday for sure is the is the Trump 88 reference. I got that in the notes. You see, Biden was asked by Anderson Cooper about whether he believes in gun confiscation. Biden's answer was bingo. If you have an assault rifle, an assault weapon, I'm coming for it. Joe Biden's coming to take your guns. We'll talk about it on Sunday. See See ya.